just became a raven. Your art matters. It's what got me here. Hello and welcome to the best One Tree Hill podcast on the motherfucking planet. My name is Simon and I love One Tree Hill, epitomise, embody, I am One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 70, that's seven zero episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is season four, episode three, good news for people who love bad news. This is it. This is like the most anticipated episode, anticipated moment of all time, surely. Like nothing has been more important than this in the world ever. I like drugs more than I like pain. (laughs) (laughs) Because, well, Sophia's Bush has like a... Sophia's Bush? has a history there that's exactly what you just said <laughs> get that on a fucking t-shirt that wasn't what i meant i will write that one myself so honey put the pen down i've got this i reckon mouse got a wang on him his knee he's got a massive dick <laughs> yeah because that's why erica marsh left him which one's which well, you're going to have to be Lucas because, you know, you're identical. And I'll be Haley because, you know, I'm talented. <laughs> I could be the mayor and you could be the cocaine. I'd try and snort you. Or you be done, I'll be Deb and I'll taser you. <laughs> Your face then. <laughs> Such disappointment. Why do I have to always be tased? In the airport, in the gate to go home. I looked across and his legs were slightly open and his balls were hanging out <laughs> in the airport. <laughs> I see. Is that, is that a pigeon? Is that a pigeon? Come here. Come here. Now say it with some bass in your voice. Where the motherfucking gangsters are right now. 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 You know, where the motherfucking gangsters are right now. O T H what? Sing with O T H what? Ravens. Ravens. Call me Colonel now, you little ungrateful bastard. <laughs> Call me it before I get your dad on the phone and we'll have a 30-minute conversation <laughs> and only 10 words have been exchanged. It will be about how ungrateful you are for the opportunity to be on this platform, which is the People's Podcast, which is O-T-H. What? O-T-H. Ravens. Appearances. Keeping up appearances. Keeping up with the Joneses. Keeping up with the Joneses. I'm fooling myself. I'm fooling myself. I'm fooling myself. I'm fooling myself. That was really good. Talking to myself. Nicky, We don't have sex scenes like this in One Tree Hill. Like this was, like in terms of, they were literally in bed 
know, humping. Um, and <laughs> you know why, Simon? Why? Because fuck you, Dom. <laughs> I'll, I'll raise my hand. I'll be like, um, Mr. Michael Murray. It's, I'm a long-time fan. It's wonderful to be here. Season 3, episode 13. Uh, you, uh, as Lucas, had to hump Brooke and kind of just did this weird friction like that. I made this noise. Can you hear that? Yeah. That's that's what you did. It was horrendous. Um, how did that feel, being a divorced couple, having to, to basically dry hump on another one set? Uh, can I check? Do you love dongs? Because you <laughs> must love dongs to be in this bit. No, do heroin, drink a Diet Coke, and have a cigarette. That was my right. diet. Yeah. That's pretty much that's it it wasn't a walk and then he was like oh I'm glad I came on this walk with you Doesn't it wasn't a walk it wasn't it was yeah. barely even a stroll you practically you rolled out of fucking bed and ended up on a bench outside the fucking cabin or whatever it is oh my god he actually has full flute what we celebrate today oh fuck it it's Wednesday I'm gonna bang in some champagne la de fucking da <laughs> Tell you what, Keith does not manscape at all. He just naturally is just perfectly contoured down there. It just it falls into place. So hello and welcome to the Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, where it's always ten thirty at night. So it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs, and settle in. As tonight's episode for debate is season four, episode three. Good news for people who love bad news. Dom, for the 70th time, plus bonus episodes, we are here. How are you, my friend? I'm good. We've done this intro 70 times. 7-0. That feels like, that feels like landmark sort of territory, doesn't it? It feels like a lot. Yeah, well, that's 70 plus 10 bonus episodes. And that's just One Tree Hill. We've also done loads of other movies and things. I mean, to be fair, I don't really have to say a lot. (laughs) You do all the the heavy lifting there, so that's fair enough. But yeah, it's crazy. Uh, But I'm good. I'm really well. How are you? I'm good, man. What are we going to do for the 100th episode? We need to do something special for that. Hmm. What would you like to do, or do we do we put that down to a a Ravens vote? I have this weird de- feeling that if we put it down to a Ravens vote, they'll be like, "Oh, you have to be naked or something," because mm-hmm. they're like that, aren't they? Mm. They're yeah. going to be like that. That's... They're going to suggest that you know a limited number of clothing just to ridicule or mock us would be, you know, hilarious. That's right. <laughs> well, they want to see if we've been using the Manscaped products. <laughs> They want to know. We spoke so much about it, but no, we have to do something. I, I'm not. Do you know? Do you know what would be cool? Maybe we do. I don't know. Would if this would throw you off? It'd probably throw me off. But we could like live stream our hundredth podcast episode, so people could be watching. I mean, I'm not sure how to do that. The technology to do that. I guess we'd do it for you. We'd have like a YouTube feed going or something. I don't know. We'd work it out, and that could be cool. So people could watch live. Do they want to watch live? Do you want to watch a podcast live? And we don't even let people watch our video feed, right? So would people be interested in that? 
that's just i'm just putting that out people will let us know in the comments would you be interested in video feed of these conversations i assume not because people are listening while doing other things mowing the lawn doing going to the supermarket whatever but if you are let us know how would you feel about that dom it's a bit of a boring video <laughs> it was just, just us two <laughs> just chatting but i mean well, me I, and... I know i know like a lot of other podcasters do it they video their session and they release clips and stuff on their instagrams and stuff so it's an avenue to think about the ones me and lex but used to pre uh you know the channel merging and it everything being under the ravens we used to have capeside chats going out on youtube and it used to get quite good hits like some of them you know three four hundred views or whatever which is pretty decent um you know in, re- in relation to podcast numbers i guess well that that would do as well as one of our sort of ravens episodes but now we're on there we, we we're not doing that anymore but it'd be interesting yeah if people are into it we can do it not a problem i mean we've got 30 weeks to figure it out <laughs> yes <Yeah. So>. <laughs> <laughs> we do we do well dom speaking of one tree hill things in the last week i have seen two one tree hill actors in different shows and this is quite this is uncommon this is very uncommon so like for me anyway to see people pop up so one was chad michael murray in dawson's creek i knew that that was coming like i knew that he was in it at some point which is odd it's odd to see him this is pre one tree hill as well his hair's kind of longer but you could see that he had a trajectory to going into something you know, sort of being a main cast member in in um you know a different show and then the other one that is more recent was sophia bush in this is us which was like in the season that was like maybe two years ago or just pre-covid it's crazy she was just in it for like one episode she had like a big part and everything but there she was was she extremely husky voiced uh not really actually and she was like a potential love interest for one of the main characters uh, this is us is a really great show i think it was one that you would if you watched it you would say oh yeah i liked it not really my usual not something that you would choose to watch that's like a dom type phrase right <laughs> yeah it's not something i'd pick <laughs> that's it yeah it's not something i'd pick it was good i don't think i'd watch it again that's the sort of thing that you would say i don't think it's your i don't think it's your cup of tea but uh but yeah, but it was crazy. I mean, obviously, I know you've seen her in the, like the Chicago PD stuff. So yeah, yeah, they have crossover episodes, don't they? So uh, I watched Chicago Fire, and then she's appeared quite a few times, and then on their sort of major crossover episodes, she's appeared. So yeah, she's good in that. She's good. Yeah, she's a like a detective, and she does a good job. But she has an incredibly like raspy voice. But I think it's because her what one of the the coast actually. Um, Kev in Home Alone Four, Kevin's yeah. dad. Oh yeah, you said this. Is, yeah, is, is plays like Detective Voigt in 
uh, Chicago PD, and his voice is really like really deep, really deep and raspy. Nothing like it was in in Home Alone, like really, really like scary deep. So maybe she's just trying to emulate him a little bit. Yeah, or he's trying to emulate voice. her. One of the two. There you go. Well, um, also while we're talking about Home Alone, which was a, you know a movie series we covered recently, as well as Die Hard, as well as Casper, is that it of the new of the new generation? I feel like there's one more. Is that it? I think it's them three. I think Casper was like the resurgence of films, wasn't it? of the movies yeah yeah which i'm really proud of all three of them i think we've we've hit a good good stride um but just to say that we have a few more coming up in the pipeline so we've got uh titanic that has been long awaited for so that's got to be the most requested movie that we've ever had right definitely and i'm very overdue so i can only apologize to to you to the listeners to, to everyone, to everyone out there that wanted us to podcast Titanic, it's, it's all my fault that we haven't yet. You don't. It's all of our faults. But that's uh, yeah, that's coming up on the horizon, and then I am in an absolute wormhole, a trench of free willy. I can't even tell you how far down it's going. So I, I wanted to podcast a free willy trilogy for a long time, which is probably a comment, a sentence that no one's ever said in time. <laughs> but uh, I have because, oh, I don't want to ruin it because we'll talk about it when we do it. But I've gone into a whole rabbit hole of watching documentaries and makings of and, you know, like documentaries about whales in captivity. Uh, like, obviously, we've spoken about Blackfish before, but, you know, other ones as well. Uh, even to the point that, um, like, I downloaded a book. A book, Dom. God, I don't read books. <laughs> I mean, it's an audio book. Thank you. I was but, literally, but... <laughs> literally going to say you downloaded it, so it's digital. Could could there be some sort of audio <laughs> software to read it to you? But it's an audio book, so fair enough. Of course, of course. Well, I'm counting that as reading. Someone's reading it to me. The author's read. And do you know who it is? It's the guy. It's one of the people that was interviewed in Blackfish. Mm. It's the guy, I know you've seen Blackfish so many times, I know. Um, it's the guy that, he's got dark hair, it's kind of like uh, like shaved quite short, and he was, you know, like a trainer at SeaWorld, and he's the one, he's describing when uh, one of like the young trainers gets, uh, one of the whales gets like her ankle in its mouth, and one of the other trainers opens one of the other tanks so that one of the more sort of dominant whales comes out and then that whale lets her go. Do you remember that part? Yeah, yeah, it sounds well, very it's, familiar. It's, it's the guy that's describing that. Who is, uh, he, he wrote a book that's basically like beyond Blackfish and talking about all of the other parts of it. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm basically, I see books like this as like a six hour podcast. Yeah. <laughs> But just very articulate. But yeah, I'm, but anyway, all of that to say, I'm really excited that that's on the agenda as well. And if there's films that you really want us to cover, then let us know. Like we'll we'll consider them. I guess really, it's your turn, Dom, to pick one after the Free Willy trilogy. Like, do you have something in particular that you would, you know, have a first to podcast? I actually um, 
we we touched on the fourth film uh, of this uh, quadrology the other day. I think it'd be oh, really Willy. No, 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 no. I think it'd be really interesting to talk about the Matrix, but just just the, maybe the first one, maybe not the trilogy, Ooh, but just the yeah. first one. I think that would be quite quite a good one to do. Um, but there's loads of other films out there that that we could definitely talk about and that would be fun and entertaining and stuff. So we'll, we'll give that a go. So I told you earlier, like someone from work um, started listening to our sister act episode. Um, I guess, yeah, you know, this is someone from Germany as well. So I, I had a, like a 15, 20 minute call with them and we were, she, we were chatting because one of my, <laughs> we had a work, big work event on Friday and this is like pretty much like the majority of the company. Right. And then there's a moment where we all sort of break out into different sessions and then we come back. So there's a good, like a good there's over half of the company kind of involved in it or maybe just about half of the company uh involved in this session by this point because you know people have gone and come back and stuff and um she goes oh has anyone got any podcast recommendations and somebody in the in the chat on webex which is the the sort of uh, tool we use put uh dom's podcast listen to dom's podcast and I was like, oh, gosh, wow. Um, and then mm-hmm. she was presenting to, to like, the, the entire company that was there anyway and said, oh, Dom, you have a podcast? Uh, tell us about it. So I then had to describe the podcast to everyone, and now she's, she's, she gave wait, sister to listen to today, wait, so. wait, wait, wait. So how did you describe it? And how did you feel? Did you feel, like, on the spot? Did you feel worried that these people were going to, like – be judgy or anything or were you just like yeah i have a motherfucking podcast number one in the universe (laughs) well i know there's a a couple of them that have watched one tree hill before and have gone oh you know maybe i could watch it again and and listen along listen along with your podcast so now i'm desperately desperately trying to remember if there's any episodes where i'd be like i've just snuck off work to come and do some podcast (laughs) stuff um (laughs) that need to be like removed (laughs) there was one where i think you said something i was yeah i think i was about saving private ryan i think it was like between meetings or like then had like a gap between stuff or i had availability to sort of sort of just sort of stop what i was doing and then jumped on but yeah uh hopefully they just sort of take it for what it is and don't don't mention it ever to anyone um but yeah i described it as i said you know me and a like my, a, my very good friend we do a podcast he he loves one tree hill and has seen all of it you know numerous of times and i've never seen it before so we watch it on a weekly basis and then we podcast it and then we watch the next episode uh you know live with with uh, like ravens and followers and stuff uh and then we do films and tv shows that are all part of the same channel as well uh and there's like loads of other stuff and content on there and they were like oh okay cool we'll we'll sort of give it a look and then you know I just sort of went, thanks everyone, and just sort of hid. <laughs> <laughs> and the person that's watched, the, watched, sorry, that listened to the Sister Act one, did they just randomly like choose that one, or did you say, oh, maybe start with this one? Uh, they, uh, I had my call with them for about twenty minutes today because we were finishing off a piece of work that we were doing before Christmas, so we, we got that all finished and done. And then she was like, oh yeah, your podcast, like you must remind me of the name so I can like write it down and check it out. So I, I told her, and then. Uh, you know explained a little bit more a bit more gave her a bit more context and then she messaged me literally five minutes later and she went I've picked sister act 
and I I have to question why Nicolas Cage has been mentioned in the first five minutes. He's not even in the <laughs> film. I don't understand. She sent loads of like laughy faces, and I was like, oh, my friend is crazy obsessed with Nicolas Cage. He comes up a lot. <laughs> That's so funny because you know the, it's funny that people listen to things like those episodes and i can't remember anything that we've said in that episode in fact the only thing i remember about sister act the podcast was that there was a chair that's in star trek and we were talking about the chair and something about i was asking you how much you'd pay for that chair and you were saying it's a very special chair and that's it and i think i made a joke that you didn't laugh at it was like a dad joke kind of thing and i said well i'll just put you laughing in the edit like i'll steal you a laugh from another section and i remember i did that um, <laughs> and thinking it was funny but that's it i can't remember anything and the fact that we both we both really liked the movie and i hadn't seen it before and you had that's it yeah that, uh, that's pretty much all i remember as well I don't, I don't tend to retain that much i haven't i've listened to that one maybe once or twice as well like when it originally came out I listened to it and then maybe gone back to it just to just to listen to it again to be honest but yeah I, I just sort of it's done isn't it we've done it let's let's move on to the next one that's that's kind of our what gets us going a little bit more isn't it we don't really need to worry about the back catalogue <laughs> so much yeah well the thing the thing that gets me is since we started the ravens and like doing the one tree hill stuff i think that we kind of found our lane of comfort and our balance and became a bit more experienced why is that funny we did just just we're a little bit braver and we don't care about profanities anymore uh, or editing anything out (laughs) i think that's what you mean (laughs) well yeah but i think also we were just a bit more we're a bit more there's no fear to just be ourselves if people like it they like it and if they don't they don't like we don't try and uh put on a show specifically for other people i think we have a conversation that we would normally have if it was just you and me and we weren't no microphones here the conversation wouldn't be any different this is is genuine and we're not we follow a loose structure but it's not you know just if you enjoy it that's great and if you don't that's also that's that's fine you know um but i think that everything anything from like season two of one tree hill onwards all of them podcasts i think i could listen to and be fine with anything before that i'd still enjoy but i think i would be a little bit more critical like oh like you know it you know like that yeah I'm more. I I prefer the way, the flow that we have on the newer films that we've covered is what I'm trying to say. Though I still enjoy. I don't know. Maybe I need to go back and listen. Actually, maybe I'm doing being too critical. Good. Don't, don't worry about going back and listening. You don't need to worry. You don't, you're not being critical. It's fine. Just. But do, do do you know how do you feel? Like, do you feel like? Do you find any of the stuff like we've got better as time has gone on? Oh, definitely. Just, you know, from a comfort point of view, just the general conversation. And it is a conversation between us two, but it is is more of a flow now. We're sort of less conscious of doing a podcast and more conscious of doing a conversation. And and right at the beginning, it was kind of the other way around, wasn't it? And the technology, you know, the the technology that we've got and the equipment that we've we've bought as made us better and has improved you know how we do things and we said that from 
pretty early on. I'm pretty sure we were sitting there in your office that you're in now uh, when we were sort of, it was a bit more comfortable to be together in those times because it was sort of pre-COVID and uh, Mm -hmm. we could, we were chatting into one small little mic that you had. Yeah. And uh, it was very sort of, it was it was back and forth conversation, but it was okay. You need to be close to the mic, and it was almost it was almost directed, wasn't it? The whole thing was felt very directed. Mm-hmm. But now we've got better equipment between us, and yeah, yeah, we're just we're just going to a flow, don't we? Really, rather than having to worry about who's doing this, who's saying that, who's got this, who's got that. It's just kind of let's just go for it. Let's you know, and it's it's not winging it because especially when we do the films, one of us comes with a lot of information you know quite very prepared with all all the info about the films you know like all the stuff that we've done um but then it just folds into conversation so it just sort of works its Mm. way in doesn't it and a lot of the time it's like oh did you know and it's oh yeah i did know did you know and and it kind of becomes that with one tree hill it's just got more and more relaxed and the more comfortable we get with kind of our, our ravens believe it or not and 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 the pigeons as well who would want to be a pigeon but you know we're more comfortable with the pigeons and then sort of sending messages and comments and instagram posts and stuff like that the more comfortable we get with it the more relaxed we are about everything so the the more relaxed we are the more we're just willing to say whatever we think and feel and yeah i mean we have to put out little disclaimers here and there that you know it's just our opinion and you know sometimes we do it for comedy sometimes we do it just because our you know, I see you drinking from your goblet and I want to make you spit it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And and I feel like it's more, especially our One Tree Hill episodes, it's more like a three-hour conversation, like a weekly catch-up. <laughs> and then, we yeah, we talk about One Tree Hill at some point. But it's kind of more of a, <laughs> it's my time to see how Dom's been, how Dom's been and just, uh, you know, run game yeah run that game yeah yeah I get to see your your lovely little face and then uh talk about big face wandry hill with some people so so i i have um i <laughs> as much as we've been you know burger nipples and things in the past <laughs> i also um i have quite a big head um let's <laughs> talk about it let's put it on the table uh <laughs> it's not that big <laughs> No, I kind of grew into it, um, but I mean, as a child, you know, I think I had a reasonably big head, and as you know, when I was like a toddler, my parents, and it's, it was their choice, I, I didn't have ownership over my hair at that point, they sported it into a mullet, and I, I mean a proper mullet, I'm talking shoulder length, you know, hair with, you know, the spiky at the front. You know, it was the late 80s, early 90s. But yeah, it was a look. And, uh, you know, but I had quite a big head. And then I remember a few a few times people saying things like in school, in like, you know, high school, of course, where I lived in the proverbial shadows. But I remember someone once saying, hey, frying pan face. <laughs> oh, what? That's so and another, and another one I remember later, like, Hey, your head looks like the moon. <laughs> I mean, we can laugh at them now. Uh, what else? I think, you know, just that maybe generally. But yeah, I think as I've got older, you know, and 
more of an adult body I guess I've kind of grown into it but you know I've always been aware that if there was like shirt sizes for heads and most people were a medium I'd probably sport a large (laughs) I have a friend you could have just gone for hat sizes mate well you'd think that though my hat sizes actually aren't that bad because then you're talking about um front to back if you're talking from forehead to the back of the head that's not that's not particularly large that'd probably be average where i'm talking about my head is i have a mutual friend of ours your head right yeah well more yeah more like all right this is the way to sum it up perfectly this was the most kind of odd compliment backhanded in a way that i've ever received and it's from our mutual friend dave who once said to me out of the blue it wasn't even related to anything we were talking about he just said you've got some your face has a lot of really nice features on a very large canvas (laughs) (laughs) well thank you what, wait what <laughs> <laughs> that's confusing and pleasant all at the same time <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm happy but now i have questions <laughs> but, any, but, oh, but yeah it'll be interesting when our ravens meet us in person 2025 hashtag but a lot of people have been in contact about the custom pop funkos and trying to call them and shotgun or dom shaking his head like he knew that would happen of course yeah. of course that would happen see this is this is what i think should actually happen right because i know you'll be nice and be like hey you know we're gonna wait for you know when we get there or when people confirm but no bin that shit off we take them with us when we're there we're in wilmington we've set a location where we're all gonna meet and the first 10 to arrive get one they get to pick Fair. there while we're there rather than all we this, like yeah 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 no nah, forget we like that. line them up on the kitchen counter and yeah. it's like your welcome basket it's your welcome gift take your pick so if let's say like 30 people say yeah we're gonna come along right not including mm-hmm. you and i of course 30 people say they're gonna come along. the first 10 to arrive they get one of them i think that's fair uh, but someone someone instantly was just like I think it was me who was just like, get out of the way, motherfuckers. I'm calling, I'm about to call a dead Peyton. What is it? Death <laughs> Angel. Angel of death. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very different pop fungo. Dead Peyton. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I said, well, we have to come up with some sort of system, you know, to ensure that it's fair. So I think that's a good system. It's just people will start booking like earlier flights. <laughs> meet us there a day early or something <laughs> yeah so yeah so they'll be there everyone except for lucas and i'm potentially i'm considering oh, no just just lucas i'm just keeping lucas the one what are the two that you think that i i want would like or are considering keeping as well oh you said keith last week that's one and, and there's one more dan no the angel of death no, I just I have him a lot in my office. So it feels like I shouldn't remove him. He feels like he should. Is it mouth? It's got to be mouth. <laughs> I've got, I mean, I have a lot of mouth related things randomly, and keep mouth. Get rid my... of Lucas. <laughs> Never. Never. Oh dear. How dare you? How dare you? Well, I'm keeping Whitey. So yeah, of course. He's he's my spirit guide. 
If we bring him to Wilmington, just as like a mascot. I wouldn't want one of the Ravens. No, the Ravens wouldn't. Not necessarily. But definitely, a pigeon would definitely take that, wouldn't they? They'd definitely are, all over that. Are pigeons allowed with us in 2025? Can we stop them? I mean, we can stop them from housing with us. Because I was assuming that we're going to, like, Airbnb, like, a, a massive house or something. If there's, like, I don't know. Let, let's let's be... We're back to Home Alone again in the McAllister house. <laughs> like thousand yeah. Bedrooms. <laughs> well, let, let's, let's be... What's the word? Not not pessimistic. Like, uh, you know, to lowball it. What's that word I'm looking for? What? To unlike underestimate how many people we would get. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's fine. What's the word for that? I know that's not the word I want. What's the word? To be reasonable. That's not the word I want either. There's people shouting it, listening to this, and I'm so sorry. I can't hear you because this was recorded at least a week before you were hearing it. <laughs> uh, what is the word, Dom? To be cautious? No. Synonym of? What is it? <laughs> No, I can't think. Why aren't you speaking? <laughs> Speak to me I'm now. Laughing at you. <laughs> You're as bad at me. What is it? My frying pan face with moon, my fried egg moon, eyes and sausage head. nose. Is that what it is? I'm a fucking full English breakfast on a fucking massive plate, family size on a face on, a, on my neck, talking to you in a podcast. Martine. <laughs> Martine. Martin, I tell I tell you what, Martin. If I see you again, you give me the shit about the trolley. I'm going to stuff you in the trolley, okay? Because <laughs> one of the WWE style Stone Cold Stunner and lands in the trolley, and I go, "What about it now? I forgot a pound coin. Back off, Martin." <laughs> and then what you do is you just put a back, put the trolley back, so she's like yeah. locked in it. <laughs> she's just trapped. And then pop the pound out. Yeah. Bam. Got your pound, Martine. Bam, Martine. Martine! <laughs> I need to know. It. Her name isn't Martine. I'm I'm certain I made it up. But I think I'm going to go, uh, assuming she's got the same shift, Tuesday next week, and go back the same sort of time before nine. What does she I'm look like? I'm going to find out her name. Was she skinny and blonde? No. Oh, okay. She, she was white she i think she had like sort of like my sort of color hair she she wasn't uh, how do you say this move on <laughs> okay it's martine <laughs> if i if i was to describe her and she was male i'd say she's a bit stocky how do you say that about a lady? You don't. Is the answer. Oh, that. <laughs> you just don't. <laughs> I got called a frying pan face. Why? Yeah. <laughs> we'll stick with that for now. <laughs> I'm going to find out her name and I'll let you know. Yeah. Send me a picture. Oh, that's too far. No, <laughs> easy. I'm gonna go taking to, next pictures time I'm of going, strangers. Next time I go to Sainsbury's, I'm gonna take pictures of everyone I see, and then I'm gonna send them all to you. Every single I person don't... I come across. 
I'm not sure how I feel about that. Do you, do you know the the car park attendant lives at the bottom of my road? I see him walking past, walking down the road all of the time. Oh, really? Oh, what, the one at the barriers? Not the trolley yeah. guy? No, 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 not Leon. Guy at the barriers, yeah. I see him all the time, and I feel... He, and he always gives good distance as I walk, and I feel to be like, hey, man, Sainsbury's. <laughs> That's probably... I mean, what? How, where does the conversation go from there? I'm pretty sure that's the end of it, isn't it? Hey, you work at Sainsbury's. You know Martin? <laughs> <laughs> he just works in the car park. He's not allowed to know people. Oh, wow. I'm really joking. Well, what was the point of this? Uh, you wanted oh, a pit. word for how many people are actually going to turn up. Because you think oh, my a, God. a reduced... How did we get... A reduced number of people are actually going to turn up from what have, you know, agreed to arrive. <laughs> yeah, uh, c- conservative, that's the word. If we were to be conservative about this, right, don't roll your eyes. What was that? <laughs> did, I ever, did I ever tell you, right, I, um, I fell out with someone that we went to school with, or primary school with, hmm. um, yeah, and... It wasn't over this. It was over a difference of um, political and uh, humanitarian belief systems, let's say. Um, Basically, he was showing off that he voted for UKIP, and that was kind of the end of that. (laughs) UKIP, for people that don't know, they've been mentioned a few times recently on the podcast, which is horrendous. But... uh, were they in Would our they class? Be, they... Yeah. Can I guess who it was? Yeah. Wait. Hang on. Just before you do that, it's um, to explain to like our North American listeners. Would you say a fair analogy is to say like UKIP is like uh, the Proud Boys type situation in America? I don't know what the Proud Boys is. I think the Proud Boys are like uh, a group. They're basically the people that like stormed the Capitol and stuff. You know, like the oh, you could be like nowhere, nowhere near as bad as that in terms okay. of like their lunacy. That would be Britain for um, not Britain first. What's it called? EDL. EDL. That's EDL. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's like uh, okay. Well, how would you best describe describe UKIP? Um, a group of ignorant overprivileged pieces of shit there we go so (laughs) that works so (laughs) but he was like almost gloating about voting for them and it was kind of like uh that kind of goes against um you know everything everything that we believe in and stand for and and so on and so forth um and so that was kind of the end of that but as that was happening and this might play you into the person it was uh they were doing some work on on our house Uh, i Um, i I think i'd already decided who it was before you said that okay Uh, yeah yeah i'm gonna put it in the without naming and shaming then i'll write it to you as a message yeah well yeah yeah (laughs) and you Um, him (laughs) and it's quite sad because it's someone that when i was younger like um we're really good friends like we went to thailand together and stuff um coincidentally i was going to thailand and then he decided he was going to go to do some traveling and whatever i was there anyway to meet some like camp america friends anyway the point is is uh he was he was doing some work on our house because he's like a 
carpenter person, whatever. Not on our current house, on our old one. But he used to like show up and do like two hours of work and then just like go home. Like rather than and was doing it all throughout the week. And I was kind of like, hey, man, can you just do this all in like one day? (laughs) Because, you know, as much as it's great to see you and whatever, but I'm trying to work and, you know, it's you can't really relax when someone's in your house. Mm. You know, even if it's like your friend, it's like I'm trying to like get on. Anyway, uh, there was some sort of whatever. And I said something and he like he always eye rolls, like always eye rolls. And it just pisses me off. Like, it doesn't piss me off when you do it or other people do it or whatever. But it was just in particular because it's always at things. Like, I could be like, you know, fuck, Boris Johnson's a douchebag, eye roll. You know, like, things that, you you know, you're not even expecting an eye roll at, you know. Yeah. Pringles can rip the taste buds off of your tongue because they're so delicious. I roll, fuck off! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, But anyway, he eye rolled. And it was in the morning, so I think you're a little bit more confident in the morning. You give less fucks for some reason in the morning. And I was just like, hey, man, what's up there? What are you looking at up there? Like, when it's, like, eye-rolling. Like, what's there? What are you looking at? Oh, you're eye-rolling. Well, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, And that was kind of the end of that. Did he laugh? <laughs> That's probably... No, we were, like, we were arguing. Um, oh, and he, he eye rolled one, but we weren't arguing. I was like being quite placid and just being like, well, look, you know, I can't even remember what it was about, but I was like, can you do like around this work stuff? And I was like, could we just maybe, it would just be a bit helpful, blah, blah, blah. And as I was saying it and making an effort to be so calm and an effort to be so accommodating or whatever, he eye rolled and it just took me over the edge. And I was just like, well, for fuck's sake. I was like, what's up there? What are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> And they all calmed down and it was all fine. But it was kind of like, you know, when you just make a mental note, like, yep, that's over. I've just got to see this out now for the next couple of days. Um, but it's not, it was not like over. Like if I saw him around or bumped into him, I'd be like, oh, hey, man, how's it going? Oh, yeah, good. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, see you later. It's not like any anything, whatever. But, you know, sometimes it's like, I'm just going to let that one fizzle out, you know. Anyway, again, I, you just eye rolled and it just took me, it took me back there. But my, the, eye, the eye rolling would that bother you? Uh, if it was like continuous from one person, then yeah, definitely. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you for not making me feel like a psychopath. So let's take a conservative, a reserved estimate, and say we get like ten people that that are going to join in twenty twenty five, and then you and I as twelve. Then we could get like a reasonably large house you know between us all to split out you know somewhere that's going to have like no, that's insane you can't have someone's gonna have like 12 rooms that'd be crazy <laughs> how many rooms can a house have like that's massive eight maybe i i have no idea i mean there must be there must be somewhere i, I bet we could find somewhere that had like 10 to 12 rooms or something crazy so it needs to be comfortable you know, we need everyone to have their space you know bathrooms and stuff like we don't want anyone to be uncomfortable here comfortability is key this is going to be so much organizing that's going to go into this so much we okay have, well we don't have, we have a couple of years to prepare for that as well <laughs> well maybe one less because my maths was a bit off but uh though i haven't told you the agenda for tonight my friend oh, okay 
I had a glass of wine before I came on. Of course and, you did. Uh, <laughs> got another one sitting here. It's just all a bit. And he's know. anybody's. <laughs> <laughs> Balls to the wall, baby. <laughs> but, right. We have a pigeon joining us, I think. I'm not 100% sure. Just for like 10, 15 minutes. Uh, Dom's so upset. I'm going to... Com- I'll be off for that 10 minutes. I'm not sure I'm happy about this. Who's the pigeon? Uh, her name is Tessa. Right. She... <laughs> something that... <laughs> Tell me more. There's something that you're not going to like. Mm. She's a big Capeside Chats fan. Oh. <laughs> but she's also a big Ravens fan. Okay, but you had to say Capeside Chats first, didn't you? Well, because that's how that's mm. how we got interacting. Um, but she is... Uh, so we've been like chatting and going back and forth and whatever about Dawson's Creek and One Tree Hill, and she's been catching up with our Ravens stuff. Why like she's she been ca- going in. Why isn't she coming on Capeside Chats then? No. <laughs> I'm only kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Wait. But she... Uh, she's... She does loads of great stuff, um, you know, like raising money for charity and things. And she's raising money for the Samaritans. And uh, I said, oh, you should come on the podcast and we can help you promote that. I'm going to eye roll um, at you again. You didn't want to start with that, did you? You were going, oh, we've got a pigeon coming on and they love they love Cape Tide Chats. No, you didn't want to go, well, you know, someone's going to come on and, and they, they do loads of stuff for charity. And, you know, they, they listen to Cape Tide Chats. They listen to their... That would have been a better way around of doing it. Make me sound less like a complete dickhead. And wait, Dom, give me a sec. Watch my eyes. <laughs> Ask me. Ask you what? Ask me what's up there. What? Come on, dog. Shut up, Moonface. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's all coming back to me. <laughs> what? Why is all the things that I had to be called circular shaped? The moon, frying pan, burgers. Everything is a circle. <laughs> Maybe that's your spirit shape. Is it the circle of life? There you go. Look at that, Simba. Anyway, back to Tess, who's coming on to talk about. Oh, you're already short in her name. Just easy. With uh, the I name thought you said it was Tess. I said it was Tessa. Oh, Tessa. I do apologise. So, what's Tessa coming to say? Well, Tess is on to talk about. <laughs> yeah, to talk about uh, the Samaritans. Uh, she also claims that we don't know, but we're her best friends. She decided that. From listening to us for so long, what you yeah, we're best friends? What you and Lex, or no, <laughs> you and me and Tessa? Okay, cool. What's your problem? <laughs> no, I haven't got a problem at all. I have a problem with you doing other podcasts. That's it. Um... <laughs> Dom, I try and do all the podcasts with you, but I have, I have obligations. I got a girlfriend. And I like to go to a quiz. And I, to do f- I know your whole fucking schedule. <laughs> Monday night, 9pm, football. Yep. The other night, I was about to message you, and I thought, oh, best night would be at football. Why should I know that? I'm not your wife. 9pm, uh, football on a Monday. Tuesday, sometimes Krav Maga, if it's there, if it's available. Sometimes on, sometimes on. No, I'm telling you the schedule. Even I, if you I don't, don't do know. it anymore. When- I dropped it. I dropped Krav Maga. 
Did someone hit you in the balls? No, because I, fu- I fucked my knee up. I, fu- I fucked my knee up too too badly to to go back. Oh, so you didn't let me know. I'm hoping my knee gets better. I don't tell you everything. Well, well, <laughs> you should. Wednesdays podcast and watch along. Thursdays the quiz at the speckled hen. Fridays and Saturdays I never ask you because uh, that's like you know they're days that I can't do and then Sunday football if it's on Saturday I guess is football if it's on and then sometimes in the evening I can get you for a podcast so and then during the day you're working so the only option I have to podcast with you is Wednesdays and sometimes a Sunday night what's your point tell me my tell me (laughs) my point is is that if I want to podcast something and you're not able to do it then we've got to keep moving. Like, you know, what? Tell me my schedule. I couldn't give a shit what your schedule is. Wow. <laughs> wow. Your schedule is you uh, take Luna out for a walk and your son, and then you sometimes take Luna out for another walk. And while you're doing that, you'll send me pictures or your video, <laughs> your voice message me or your. Uh, FaceTime me, which you've not done for a while, which I'm pleased about. So thank you for that. Uh, or th- that's about it, really. <laughs> that's all you Great. do. You it's occasionally like, work, and sometimes I you clean. I, <laughs> I okay, not like I, you know, run a business. With oh, like running club. We started running whatever. club. Running club's a new one. Yeah, that was my first and last, I reckon, last night. Oh, really? <laughs> they were a bit Do weird. you know what the problem was? Too social. They were too nice. Uh, Kept asking me how I was and if I was having a good time. Too much. Too many yeah. questions. Why do you need a club to go running? Did you have to pay for that? No, it's... Oh, um, <laughs> I told you why. Like, I can run on the treadmill... And I can do my, I can do it. I'm good. Um, but the point of running club is to be social, is to do it in a group. But also, if I try and run outside, um, I love the fact that you problem? said. I love the fact that you said the point of doing a running club is to be social. And the reason you don't want to go back is because they're too social. Yeah, they're <laughs> way too social. They were too nice and asking too many questions. What's the age? The, what's the age range roughly? Oh, I was the youngest. By miles, or are they like in their sixties? <laughs> nah, they were probably in their like forties. But I was also the only man um, <laughs> no in wonder. my group. Anyway, no wonder they're extra social with you, aren't they? Were they a bit grabby? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, Moon Boy. <laughs> Come here. I want to feel your frying pan face. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, they were. Uh, the, if I try and run outside on my own, I just stop because I like run for a bit and I just stop because I, I don't want to run anymore. If I'm on a treadmill, I see all the numbers in front of me. Like, I'm always trying to get to 5K. And so I don't stop because I'm like competitive with myself that I need to do it and whatever. If I'm running outside, I'll get to the end of the road and I'll just start walking. And, and when your, I say start walking, I'll walk home. Get your if you're Apple, in a group... Get your, get your Apple Watch off of Ethany again. Cause that, and then you've got the numbers on your wrist. 
Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I also like watching TV and stuff on the iPad on the treadmill, okay? <laughs> All right? But, w- but when you're in a group, you can't stop because then you're forcing other people to stop. Um, and when you're in a group, I don't know, it just, I don't know what it is, but when you're running in a group, you can just go for miles. And when you're on your own or when I'm on my own, I struggle with it. But I'm just getting back into doing the treadmill again because I enjoy it more. And like I, I got really, I got reasonably fit with it at the end of last year. But then I was doing it so much, I was ill for like three months. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> That's too much exercise. You ran yourself to death. <laughs> Pretty much. That's not for real. I did. I lost like 18 pounds in like five weeks. And then I was just sick for three months. And I think it's just... Anyway... I do other things, man. You want me to list them? Mm -hmm. You want me to list them right now? Okay. Well, on a Saturday, F and I have takeaway and we watch a movie on a Saturday. On a Sunday, we go for a family roast. On a uh, Monday, Monday, I do my work. On a Tuesday... No, there's something else I do. What is it? Podcast. <laughs> I've got a one-year-old son. I used to play in a basketball team, but then a fucking global disease happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't particularly want to play a sport with my hands, you know? Anyway, my point is... is so that judgy. I, I'm not judgy. I don't care. I, I love you for who you are and for what you do and don't do. That will never change. Anything you That's take on, answer. brilliant. Anything you don't take on, brilliant you do you you be you because that's that's what we love that's who i love right yeah but sometimes when you podcast with other people it it hurts it's a little bit painful sometimes i can't make it sometimes i can't do it sometimes i'm not feeling it sometimes it's just not right for me and that's okay it's free willy not right for you but then you throw it in my face I think on Free Willy we'll have a whale of a time. Way, way. Wait, Dom, hang on, hang on. Tessa is here. Let me let in Tessa. Our best friend. Let me on best friend. Your best yeah. friend. Our best friend. Okay, good. Okay, we're back with our best friend tessa tessa you are a pigeon but dom has made the exception you're allowed into the universe on the podcast he did he had some trepidations but we're letting it happen i can imagine i can imagine i do feel very honored but something wonderful has happened today i have caught up so as soon as i finish here i'm patreon me up like i'm good to go Oh, okay, excellent. Well. So we're we're essentially creating a uh, a raven. So that's fine. Like pigeon to raven, it's an upgrade. Yes, the metamorphosis <laughs> is happening this evening. Well, when you listen back to this episode, so it's lovely to meet you, Tessa. Nice um, to meet you too. And <laughs> I have to say, when you listen back, you will hear that trepidation. You will hear me go, what? "We've got a pigeon coming on. What's wrong with you?" And then Simon just goes, "They love capeside chats." And then I, I give some more abuse. And then oh, they like the ravens too. He didn't start with any of the important details um, as to what's going on and you know why you're joining us today. He went in, straight in with, "We've got a pigeon joining us." So that's why. But actually, 
I'm really happy you're here. So I completely, I expected that you might come at it from that angle, Dom. It's very Dom <laughs> reaction to that. <laughs> Just bring out the abuse straight away. Go. Yeah, but it's fair enough. You've got to earn your place. Definitely. You know? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but but Dom, notice that Tessa is wearing a meatloaf t shirt. Excellent. That is excellent. Come on. That's going levels. Dom, can you name each three all three of them albums? Uh Bat Out of Hell. And it's from then, the left, of course. And then Bat Out of Hell Two. Yeah. And then I don't know the last one. <laughs> I'm guessing it's Bat Out of Hell Three, is it? <laughs> um yeah, I would guess so. I am one of those knobby people that is wearing a T-shirt from a tour that I've never been to. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> quite a knobby thing to do, isn't it? Well, um, well, but yeah, well, I do us, love a bit of meatloaf. Yeah, what's your meatloaf history? Um, I grew up listening to it. Like, Dad was a huge fan, and we had, like, a VHS tape that was a mixture of, like, live performances and the music videos. And the music videos are, like, epic movies on their own aren't they like a cinematic masterpiece so I just thought that was the most wonderful thing and it was just so melodic and I thought Meatloaf's just so cool and like he puts everything into a performance um yeah so I grew up on a bit of Meatloaf I don't meet many other fans (laughs) (laughs) well it's one of the best-selling albums of all time I think it's in the top 10 uh, of all time maybe it's like 8th or ninth or something it was like 3rd at one point but yeah but that's yeah amazing that's, it puts you in such high esteem with us because uh, Dom never is seen a Meatloaf fan though. oh you are, he, is, he is or he isn't no Dom likes Meatloaf yeah I like you? Meatloaf yeah definitely I'm a, a Meatloaf fan if you listen to if you get a chance to listen to our Fight Club episode you see Simon really loves Meatloaf and I I, I, I really enjoy Meatloaf as well I've never seen Fight Club oh no well you'll have to watch it and listen to our episode yeah yeah <laughs> meat, now I've caught up with the Ravens it. like I've got time yeah. to listen to some more back catalogue but at the moment I, this was all consuming so I haven't had time to listen to any of the Mighty Nighties yet <laughs> when when can I ask when did you start listening to the Ravens roughly um last year sometime I think early in the year like during a lockdown but I didn't really get into the role like into the habit of listening to it all the time and I'm not usually a podcast kind of person but the last couple of months is all I've done. I haven't oh, watched any telly. God, <laughs> like it's just it's constant. I'm trying to watch One Tree Hill at the same time. Right. So only... I'm like following along. Do you know what I mean? I can only apologise um, for the trauma that you've gone through listening to me. No, I've loved it. <laughs> no, I've loved it. And now, like today, I f- I finished um, listen to like your season four episode two, and then I've watched the next episode so that I'm like going to be where you're at with this week's one and um i was like what am i going to watch tomorrow like what am i going to do tomorrow <laughs> like there's i've got to wait a week now in between each thing like you'll anyway, have to join yeah. us on the watch alongs you'll have to come to the watch alongs. yes if absolutely i'm absolutely gonna, i'm desperate to do that as long as it's not too late for you and you like... no no night owl love it excellent there there's we, we do them after the podcast so there's we have one tonight at 11 
So if you, it's on this same link if you want to join. So, Can I? Yeah. I will. I promise. I'll absolutely sign up to the Patreon straight away. Yeah. Like I've got the link. I'm logged in. Like ready on my phone to do it. We we don't. You know we don't. We don't. As much as we make these jokes about ravens and pigeons and whatever, we're not stressing it. We love the fact that anybody listens. Like we're just we're completely humbled by that. So uh, yeah, please don't actually worry about the pigeon raven thing. But, <laughs> no, um... it does. Uh, that does come across. Like I do get. Like you, you love your pigeons, you know. But yes. a raven. Like just looking at the birds themselves, which would you rather be? You know, totally. pigeons eat our bins. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Well, Tessa, we've got to start with a really important question here. And this was something that was part of Dom's issues, was that he has big issues with Capeside Chats. He's not a fan. Um, He doesn't like me podcasting without him, which is, I get it. Um, He considers it cheating. But but I was telling him that that's what we started, you and I, communicating about, was mainly about the Dawson's Creek stuff. So if you had to pick... Which do you prefer? Do you prefer the One Tree Hill stuff or the Dawson's Creek stuff? The shows or the podcasting? Don, what would you rather the answer be? You, yeah, we all know that I I want to hear Tessa say the podcasting is the Ravens, but we can't put Tessa under that much pressure, surely. <laughs> so like... No, 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 you can. You can. Do it. <laughs> it's, your, it's your podcast. It wouldn't feel right if I came on and Dom just gave me an easy time. Like... <laughs> Also, if you, if you say Capeside Chats, if I had the power to remove you, I would immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll start by saying, I, if I had to choose show-wise, i choose Dawson's Creek. And that is just because that's the OG, that's, the, that's my, you know, like you talk about your comfort blanket shows, like that's the one. I do love One Tree Hill. Podcast-wise, I prefer The Ravens because... The Cape Side Chats one is so brief. Like, I love it. And I really love Lex. I think she's fantastic. I can follow her on Instagram now. She's brilliant. This is and the I problem, do, is that because like, she's fantastic, <laughs> she's, still, she's just taking Simon. She's taking our listeners. She's outrageous <laughs> because she's so fucking good. <laughs> um, she really is. But you're great too, Dom. <laughs> well. But uh, this, like, the Ravens one, there's so much of it. They're three hours long each, and they're every episode. Like, re- if, if I could have my wish, Capeside Chats would be an episode by episode. Let's really get into every episode of Dawson's Creek, because I'm obsessed with that too. Well, maybe uh, yeah, maybe we'll I've... do that next, Simon. Because I've never seen, I'm I've game. never ever watched Dawson, Dawson's Creek. That, that would actually be really interesting, because it's like... People could then hear the brief ones of me of not hearing it, and now I know it, and then I can bring guide you through it. That would actually be pretty cool. There you go. And then Tessa, you'd get your wish. I think. Yeah. I think the thing is with uh, Ravens is my heart, Dom. You have to know that. And the and you you and I have like I, Lex and I have a great relationship as well, of course. But you and I, you're you're my first. You know, we have podcasting wouldn't exist for me without you i would never be podcasting at all with anyone in any form if without without podcasting with you do you see what i'm saying i see what you're saying it's the same you're important (laughs) right it's all good dom's starting can well i don't want to announce it for you announce it announce it 
Uh, I'm going to be doing a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast in a similar vein to Capeside Chats in that it will be half a season, uh, an episode. So I think there's seven seasons, so 14 episodes about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So if any of our listeners uh, like Buffy, then we're going to give that a go. And then we've got Star Trek coming up as well. So we're going to continue with uh, Beyond Farpoint and Star Trek The Next Generation. So that would be me and Simon and possibly my scary friendly (laughs) (laughs) can i just clarify that buffy is not with me that was the point part of me saying that is i'm not that's going to be the first episode that or something that's on our podcast channel that i'm not going to be on so it's like that's going to be dom and somebody else so yeah but did you see that guy was in the news today is it joss whedon oh yeah he's um or something whedon bit of a nasty bully isn't he or something i don't know what he's done now but yeah i think it was like just yeah like telling people he'd ruined their careers and stuff yeah but, he's been a bit yeah. mean he was in the news like last year or the year before <laughs> the <laughs> same sort of thing just for being a twat yeah <laughs> there you go uh tessa a couple of things right firstly the backdrop behind you so dom doesn't know doesn't know but firstly you're like instagram famous <laughs> No. Yes, yes, you are. You are Instagram famous. Okay. Before for your yes, you are. You definitely are, and uh, and your Instagram is dope as well. Like uh, like the way that you do your stories and everything. I love the like theme of everything, and uh, but you do crocheting, right? I do. Thanks. That's very kind. Uh, yes, I do crochet stuff. And like, where can people find you? Is Squirrel Collective? Is it Squirrel underscore Collective? Yeah, so I had to. The Squirrel Collective as a whole name was already taken by an inactive user. That's Damn so it. annoying. Uh, so it's the Squirrel Collective, but with underscores in between. Yeah, on Instagram, so you can find me there. So the underscore Squirrel underscore Collective. That's right. I'm going to do that right okay, now. Go- yeah, Dom's on it right now. Excellent. But- do it get involved it's it's really awesome and uh, you make really cool stuff uh, i really like like the rainbow uh sort of cardigans and stuff you do like for kids and things right oh thanks yeah yeah i do yeah i get as much rainbow in as i can yeah it's awesome i'll order one for my son at some point love um, that that's i'll love send one that. that's love a, that. that's that's a very well, I get mocked for saying love that all of the time on oh, the podcast, God. so I, I like that. I I've probably that. got it from you. Like, I've just all I've done is listen to you speak for weeks and weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, but tell us about what you were talking about yesterday. So about uh, about the Samaritans and what you know you you're sort of bringing awareness and trying to raise money for. Uh, yeah, yeah. So this Monday. Uh, the 15th was brew monday so it's like some sort of some travel company i don't know which one it is um made it in like a blue monday thing so it's supposed to be the third monday in january was everyone was so sad on this day and it became like a like almost like a wives tale that it was more people were statistically sad on that monday than any other monday and it was all just to sell holidays um Mm. i mean clever marketing but it kind of feeds like into your subconscious, doesn't it? And if you you if you hear that messaging a lot, and lots of other companies kind of jump on, like, oh, discount, let's cheer ourselves up by buying stuff. It's Blue Monday. Um, if you hear that a lot, like you kind of get into the mindset of, oh, you're right. It's January. It's a Monday. Like today is shit. 
Um, so the Samaritans kind of reclaimed it as Brew Monday. So the idea is that you have a cuppa with someone. Um, and a lot of my community on Instagram are people that struggled with mental health problems, like I have and do. Um, and a lot of them might not necessarily be able to leave the house or have people that they could in person have a cup of tea with. So I was like, I'll do a little live thing. And I did a lot of lives during some of the lockdowns, just the kind of company where you get sick of talking to the same people in your house. Um, just so people didn't feel isolated. Um, and then, but I kind of put a post up about it and people were like, yeah, it's a good idea. And then I realized that you can like tag a charity to raise money for 30 days on your Instagram, which is, it must be quite a new feature because I've never tagged charities before and I've not noticed. Uh, yeah, so it kind of, you could join the live chat for an hour and hit the button to donate and it's very 70 quid. That's awesome. So winner, I put on like a, I put on like a gold of like twenty five quid because I was like, this is really last minute. Like it was in the morning on Monday I did it. I was like, this is so last minute. And I don't know what I'm doing. But yeah, seventy quid down was like the rest of the month to go. So awesome, Very nice. That's all. Oh, great stuff. That's fantastic. And so how so how do people so people can go go to your Instagram page and then there's what there's like a donate button at the top is there yeah it's like it add, like adds to my bio so there's just like a little add to fundraiser thing there to click and I'll, I mean I've been sharing on my stories quite a bit as well so people can tap the link there or whatever that's awesome okay well I'll uh, later I'll uh, put some stuff on like our Ravens page and my page and whatever like stories and posts and whatever to. Uh, get people to go there and i mean it we've we've spoken a lot about uh like mental health and uh you know our high flyers stories and all of the sort of uh you know all kinds of things that we've been through and bullying and things and mental health is something that you know i've struggled with as well but i think everybody does i mean i I heard someone say a great analogy uh a while ago is that it's called you know it's health it's like it's something that everybody has and it's like you know you go to a doctor when you when you're not feeling well physically and it's like you have to have these same checkups and things mentally and that uh you know it can affect everyone i'm not articulating it very well no you are you are i'm i'm not i mean they can't tell but i'm nodding along (laughs) um yeah you're right everybody struggles with it they say it's one in four don't they struggle with like a mental health issue but actually lots of people are down like you have down days like and it might not be like a catastrophic medical emergency but they're still very important like and it's still important you take care of yourself and get help if it gets to the point where you think that you need it um so I'm just kind of I try to be as honest as I can talking about it because I know that like like in the same way that you guys do so that anybody that's watching my stories or listening to your podcast that might feel the same way just doesn't feel alone in it because I think when you're when you do feel like that and you are ill you feel really alone like really alone so it's the stuff that you guys do like the high flyer stuff or just like anecdotes and stories from your lives and stuff it it really it's it's helped me certainly over the last few weeks well thank you it's one thing we used to say quite quite a lot early on I think um maybe because of our structure change we we sort of like in the way we podcast now we we don't necessarily mention it a lot so the stories and stuff that come out and then like is either last week or the week before we even said you know we have down days and we, we were talking about our 
you know i had a day where i just didn't feel up to podcasting and you know you pause the podcast like after 25 minutes and you're like hey what's up man and we had a chat and you know there's you you know you you last week or the week before you weren't feeling great and there's just all these things that that come out for it but you know we used to say quite often if people want to talk to us just just ping us a message we're always going to reply we're always going to talk back so yeah don't don't feel lonely and it sounds like you're doing like that to the next level tessa which is just fantastic Oh, thanks. I feel like I've built kind of quite a nice Insta bubble around me. I know social media has its dark sides and stuff, but I feel quite lucky. I get all blessed, I guess, that sort of a lot of people, similar minded people have kind of gravitated towards each other. And it's like I've built kind of a little community and uh, like I've got some lovely supportive people that drop into my inbox. And in the same way that you guys say, like, because even sometimes just someone replying to a DM of you saying oh god I feel really shitty today and someone replying saying oh I felt like that last week like you know how can I support you or do you want me to distract you or you know it's just sometimes just that simple human connection is enough to break you out of your funk do you know even if it's just for while you're having a chat of half an hour do you know what I mean so yeah important stuff yeah definitely for, for sure I, I think a lot of um I felt motivated before on on the podcast to talk about stories and things that have been painful or hard or whatever to try and for two reasons one to try and like laugh at it so that it's not as painful anymore and like I and Dom is great at being able to like make jokes out of things that (laughs) like (laughs) out of my pain yeah generally out of you know you know making me the punchline but it helps (laughs) Lex would never do that but that's where that's why (laughs) that but it makes it it makes it easier but also there sometimes there are things where it's felt like i've gone through it on my own which you know i haven't but it's been like an internal struggle and become an obsession and, and whatever and i feel like well if i had listened to a podcast and i heard someone talking about the same thing that i'm going through or went through it would, like you said, it would make you feel less alone and feel like, oh, well, he's gone through it. I've gone through it. Other people go through it. It's just life, you know, and we always say it's, you know, learning and progressions and uh, that is what life is. You know, it's uh, I said it the other day. Oh God, Dom, you're going to hate me. I can't remember if I actually said it on this or, or if I said it on Cape Side Chats, but <laughs> you'll have you to watch Cape Side Chats to find out. Yeah. I said, Ephany said once something really simplistic, and it's always stuck with me. Um, where I was like, I can't believe I did this. Like, I'm such a douchebag, or I can't believe I've done that, whatever, whatever. And she was like, Well, you can't go through life already grown. Did I say it here? I don't think I, don't I think did. So. I think I no. It. So I'm sorry. Well, I'm telling it now. You can you can't go through life already grown, and that's it. It's as simple as that. Like you can't expect to be perfect at any point in life, but you can't expect to you know be developed without some trial and error and slipping up and getting back up and all the rest of it. You can't go through life already grown. So the the only time that you can really hold yourself against it is if you keep repeating the same mistakes you know um and yes okay sometimes that that will happen and that's still fine but you know if you keep doing the same thing and expect different results that you know the end that's insanity 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is a quote. Anthony's right, though. Like, you can't... It would be wonderful if we could just be these fully formed, wonderful, compassionate, empathic people without having to go through loads of bullshit. Like, that would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Um, yes. But but the reality is, like, that's where the growth happens, like, from the most painful experiences. And I would absolutely love to erase almost whole years of my life that were really fucking shit. But actually, I quite like the person that I am now (laughs) that's sounding ridiculously arrogant like I quite I like I quite like who I am and the things that I know and like the growth that I've gone through and it just it just wouldn't have happened the same way without having those awful times and that's not what you want to hear at the time when you're feeling crap like but think of the growth um but looking back now like I'm I'm I'm, I was gonna say I'm thankful some of that stuff happened thankful's not the right word um but I certainly wouldn't be who I am now without going through some of that really crap stuff. Ne- ne- never ever see that as arrogance. Never see liking yourself as arrogance because it's it's so important to to like yourself and like who you are now. And and you've you, you know positive steps and positive changes and falling off that horse and getting back up on it. You know, as as an analogy, you know whatever it is you got to do to pick yourself back up again, dust yourself off, and not make that mistake again, and then decide that yeah okay i'm happy with where i am that's a great place to be so don't ever apologize for that or ever think it's arrogance because it's it's definitely not well Well, said my man yeah well said said. i mean there's definitely times you moments you can not like yourself but on the whole the like normally after eating a massive pizza (laughs) and then just fuck it the whole tub of ice cream that came with it i just just, i'm the other way around i feel more shame if i eat crisps get like (laughs) half the way through and think I should stop now like I don't need these but I keep going anyway and then save like five crisps in the bottom as though I pulled it back somehow <laughs> and then you, f- you feel shame at leaving five crisps because you go back to the bag and you're like I failed <laughs> why did I do that they're stale you were talking about it like a couple of podcast episodes ago about like eating the whole Doritos thing and you shouldn't leave them oh, yeah. like it's not fair on the few that are left it's not a family bag it's a Simon bag it's a sign, yeah, and they need eating. It's disrespectful, if anything, to them. Uh, yeah. 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 I often will eat a whole pack of sweets and I'll leave one for Ephany. And I'll be like, you can't be mad. I left you one. Look, I thought about you. It's like last, there it is. last Rolo mentality, isn't it? This. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, the generosity. Now, now I just buy her her own pack. And then when I finish mine, I'm like, can I open that? <laughs> <laughs> I just buy them, put them in the cupboard, eat them, and then wait for my husband to notice and be like, "Was there not a packet of biscuits?" <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> oh, food, food. Well, food. yeah, okay. So, so let's just really clarify this again. Everywhere, everybody, the underscore squirrel underscore collective, get there. Unless, yeah, let's let's donate some money. I'll donate some money during the watch along if you're if you're at the watch along i will add okay i will add an extra 10 pound if you show up oh my god i mean i was gonna show up for free but now i'm coming for the samaritans i feel like of course wait, i'll be there early wait, i'll be in the waiting room and you'll be like oh, there's people in the waiting room to come <laughs> well wait where where did you say you're at you're at 70 yeah, 70 quid, yeah. Okay. So People I'll, have I'll to DM it. me because, I, I mean, I see, like, I think I can see, like, I get a notification, like, the usernames of people that drop them in, but people have to let me know if they're, like, Raven dropping by. 
or pigeon. You know, if you're of the bird variety, <laughs> let me know that was you so I can be like, yes, high five. Okay, well, I tell you now, I won't do it now because I'll uh, I'll be distracted. But uh, I, I'll top it up to a hundred, so then we've got you've got to a hundred. Love that. I'm thinking it might be something I, I do that. every month. Not saying you have to, if you could top it up to a hundred every month, Simon. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. but I'm, now that I know it's a feature on Instagram, I think I'll do it a bit more regularly because it's a cool. It's such a simple thing to do. I didn't know it existed. So yeah, that yeah, no, is awesome. It's awesome. So everyone get going on there and then maybe we'll have to do like next month we can we can do one on our ravens account yeah and do one for you know another cause so awesome cool okay well uh we haven't t- talked about one tree hill yet so we're gonna have to get into that oh, but just before what time is the watch along what time is, the, is it like it's 10 in, we've got an hour we've got an hour and a half so. oh okay so. i thought it was 10 o'clock i was like oof oh. 11 and no, no, we're good. <laughs> okay wait wait but just before you just before you go let us know your top five favorite shows not including one tree hill okay um okay i've obviously considered this like every week when i'm listening to the well i say every week every moment of the day when i listen to the podcast i'm like what would mine be okay not including one tree hill dawson's creek that's in at number one gilmore girls um a lot of people have said that friends is going in there because how could it not you know if it was to not exist what would i even do um <laughs> shit's creek that have you seen shit's creek like it's a it's a it's a televisual masterpiece like it's it's <laughs> uh, it's funny and it's heartwarming and it's brilliant um and then the the fifth one probably cha- it's interchangeable the last one probably i'm quite into watching um eastenders from the 90s Nice. Oh, yes. Nice. Someone who actually knows what we're talking about when we talk about Ian Bill. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's quite niche, but like one of the TV channels, like, just has the old episodes on during the day. He has like gold or something. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. But there. so, I mean, I'm just, I mean, Tiffany Mitchell's just died. So that's where I'm at. <gasps> oh, she got run over outside the Vic, didn't Spoiler, she? Spoiler Frank knocked she her down. Hit by Frank, yeah. <laughs> Frank, Frank. Back off to the south of Spain. She just recovered from a head injury. Oh, and, uh, and then Frank knocked her down. Oh God! Yeah. Tiffany, we we Martine, we brought up that's Martine. Martine, Martine. <laughs> we brought up uh, EastEnders. I can't remember at what point. Or I tried to get you to do it with me, didn't I, Dom? With uh, Zoe and Cat. Oh, you're, you're not, not my, my mother. mother. I <laughs> my sister and I act that out all the time. Like if we just think of EastEnders, that's what we shout. Because that's so good. Yeah, I mean, I'll get there eventually, but <laughs> she got um, she got like a pilot or quite or a first season of a show in America. When I went to like Camp America the first year, I was in like New New York subway, and she was just like on all of the posters and billboards as like starring in Zoe something. was, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, I remember. I her. don't know what happened to it or what happened to that. She was in a where is she now? Film or something as well, wasn't she? But I can't remember what she was in. I'd rather be in EastEnders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you watch current day EastEnders? Uh, I've dropped off the last couple of years. Like the pandemic hit, and I had a kid home all the time, and I struggled to keep up with it. So I kind of was like, I've got to prioritise the nineties EastEnders <laughs> over current day because you know nostalgia. Um, so I've completely lost what's going on with current EastEnders, but I mean, I'll get back. I'll get back round to it. Surely, like it'll get, it'll catch up yeah. at some point. I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah. What if it just stops? Enough. What if it gets to like 2010 and just they stop doing it? 
Yeah, I wait. I wonder what's happening. So then, when when you're watching the old one, like, would it, it will it just continue? You know, being thirty years behind. Well, or I don't know. Years behind. Well, because the older one, there's two episodes on a day, like five days a week. So there's like they're, they're getting gonna... through it. Yeah. You know, I can watch like a year in four months because it used to only be on like three days a week, like two days a week, three days a week. Right, right. That's Dom style. Oh, uh, Dom yeah. would get through. Dom would get through thirty-five years of EastEnders in like what six months, a year? How, yeah. No, that'd be incredible. Yeah, but I reckon I could finish it within a year. <laughs> I'm a binger. I'm I'm a binger like Dom. Nice. Yeah. Wait, can you... Two more questions. Uh, yeah. Who's your favourite... one? No, three questions. Who's your favourite One Tree Hill character that Dom has seen? Yeah. Started watching it for Lucas because I'd seen him in uh, Dawson's Creek and was like, I'm in love with this yeah. man. Um, yeah. Then related to Peyton, but overall favourite character is Dan Scott. Nice. Oh, of course. Great choice. Personal friend. The best TV... The yeah, personal friend. The best TV villain I've ever seen on anything. He's created my total mistrust of of everyone on television. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. I keep his jacket next to me at all times. Oh my god! All times. A dream. I, like I'm hoping I get to touch that one day. Uh, I mean, I know you're not a hugger, Simon. And neither am I, really. But if I could just stroke the jacket. <laughs> do you Do you know what? Right, we went to Dom and I went to Nando's with a couple of ravens. They'll They'll be listening. We appreciate you guys. Um, but there was not enough of a reaction for the jacket i wore the jacket and i was expecting to walk into nando's and them to give the slow clap you know instead magdalena said why are you dressed like a teenager <laughs> magdalena i put the jacket on for you for god's sake i put it on for trash but i yeah, would be more excited can... about the jacket than the chicken yeah <laughs> right nando's is overrated i would have been there for the jacket <laughs> fair enough i mean you know yeah and i mean to hang out with you guys but the jacket (laughs) right 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 obviously right what's your favorite season of one tree hill i don't think i can pick a favorite and i've thought about it a lot at the moment i feel like it's season three but that might just be because that's what we've just analyzed so it's really fresh i I can pick favorite storylines but i don't think i can pick one season do you have a favorite storyline that dom has seen um, I do like the Peyton Brooke Lucas triangle. I've got strong yeah. thoughts on that. I won't get into it now. Um, because <laughs> we'll be here all night. You've got a whole uh, episode to get get through. Um, I love that, like the the Dan killing Keith. You know, and then there are some in the future that I quite like. They're just juicy, yeah, high drama stuff. <laughs> Okay, and then final question. Do you want to ask it, Dom? Uh, is it the, the the good old-fashioned, do you have a crap film that you love and that will always be by your side, but it's actually truly dr- dreadful? Um, you've just I've just obviously listened to all the Christmas stuff, and <laughs> there's a lot of hate for made-for-TV Christmas movies, Dom. <laughs> Which I'm not very happy about because I don't think you're quite getting what they're about. They're supposed to be crap. They're supposed to be <laughs> just one corny... line of defence. The Christmas yeah. on the Bayou or Bayou or whatever it was, right? Simon 
actually questioned what the hell was going on. And I was like, there's the I magic of Christmas. Life. It's Christmas in Louisiana. <laughs> and I was like, I was quite happy about it, but I still maintain that we could write a better one. Anyone could write a better one. <laughs> they're all the same. <laughs> like, they're not, the same story they're just changing the characters' names, putting it in a different town. <laughs> That's so true. You did say that it wasn't Christmassy enough. I do have a problem with, with the ones that aren't like... They don't visit a Christmas tree farm. They don't make gingerbread. They don't, there's not a Christmas party with the whole town invited. There's no light switch on. I get annoyed with those. I even I have like a bingo sheet, and when I watch them, I try and get like a full house because the same thing happens in every film. So true. Every film. Uh, the lead wears a red coat. Female lead. <laughs> red coat or dress. Someone's name something Christmassy. Um, Wait, what's a Christmas name? Holly. Holly. There's someone called Holly. Oh. You know, or Eve, Nick. or yeah, there's a Nick, yeah. Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen one where they've gone quite as far as Rudolph. Okay, but wait, you didn't answer. So what's your what's your? I can't pick one. Film? I can't pick no, one. You must. Do you know why you I must. can't? Do you know why I can't pick one, Simon? Because they're all why? the same film. They all <laughs> blend into one. I couldn't tell you one in my mind. This is what it was called, and this is what happened. Because they're all the same. I have so, seen. I did see one, I think it's called Mrs. Miracle, and it's got James Vanderbeek in it. So that was one, I've recorded that, and that stayed on the box. Because that's go. the rewatcher, you know. <laughs> stayed on the box. I like to pretend it's Dawson, like future Dawson, having Christmas. I like that. Excellent. I like that. Well, but it's, okay, so that's the one then. Okay, I'll go with that. Go with I'll that go with one. that as the one, yeah. But really, they're one long, continuous film. <laughs> They're chapters in a never-ending book. Yeah, it's Groundhog Day at Christmas with people that have been in other TV shows and now are reduced to that. Well, that's actually... One of of F's favourite ones is called 12 Dates of Christmas, which is a TV-type movie, which is basically Groundhog Day on Christmas Eve, and it's got Zach in it from Saved by the Bell. Awesome. Why have I not seen that one? It's actually a good one. <laughs> Maybe it's, a good it's one. Too, 12 dates. It might be too good to be on Channel 5. <laughs> it might be. It's on the, Amazon. On Amazon Prime. Yeah. yeah, because a lot of the yeah. a lot of the Channel 5 ones, they're not even made by Hallmark because they can't the Hallmark's too good. Yeah, Hallmark have their own channel, don't they? Normally. Yeah. So, can't get it over here, I don't think. Yeah. Um, I'm saying. But the Channel 5 ones are particularly particularly special. Yeah, <laughs> Christmas really on the bay on the bayou. Was it bayou or bayou? Whatever river. I think it's bayou. <laughs> bayou. I think on Princess one... and the Frog. That's what they call it. Okay, it was. It was particular. There were times it was tough. There were times where I actually almost fell asleep on the watch along. I don't know if I made that actual live knowledge. It's been long enough now that I think I can. I can say that I was like, "There's bits I'm missing." I don't. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. Um, I mean, I did understand, but I was yeah. going to say was... you'd, ha- you'd have to be quite tired to not be able to follow the plot of a Hallmark Christmas movie. Yeah, it's not complicated. It was almost like it was so simplistic. I thought I must not be understanding it. <laughs> there must be some sort of deeper meaning here. I, it can't be that they're just going to end up together and she's going to live in this small town that she sort of hated at the beginning. No, that can't be what it is, but it, it was exactly that. That's it, every film, that's it. She's lost the Christmas spirit, but she moves back home and meets a handsome yeah. guy in a flannel shirt. 
shows you the true meaning of Christmas. It was Chris Keller in this instance. So I need to see that. I need to see yeah. that. A bit of Chris Keller. Wow. Yeah. Well, good. Okay. Well, so we're going to see you in like an hour and 25 then. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go and watch some back. Dawson's Creek because I'm behind with Capeside Chats, one of the best podcasts ever. Um, and then I'll be back for some Ravens. Uh, I've got so much to say about season five. I've had people message. I- I'm enjoying it so far. And I've people messaging me being like, the cast hate it. They won't even watch it. And this, that, and the other. And I'm like, seems good to me. I've I like seen it. Two episodes, but yeah. No, I like it. I don't mind. I don't mind what they did with that. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. We'll discuss. But yeah, we well, it was great to great to meet you. And, great um, to meet you guys. Best now night. we're all best friends together in real life. So it's all happening. So excellent. Okay, good. Now we're best friends and, and you guys know about it. Yes. <laughs> As opposed to me being like, oh, my best, what are my best friend's doing today? Sado. <laughs> that's hilarious keep us up to date with uh nine easy stenders as well oh yeah we'll do we'll do because it's important stuff pat oh pat pat will be oh pat pat is my queen love pat pat is the queen pat and peggy's like uh rivalry rivalry. i had the episode the other day where they're like slapping each other and (sighs) shouting about how because like peggy's gonna marry frank and it's all kicking off at the moment but i'll keep you updated nice it's so good it's awesome to meet you tessa Thanks awesome for to meet us. you guys i'll see you in a bit we'll see you in a little while yeah, yeah. take care bye. bye bye so that was tessa you happy yeah she was very nice excellent good Can like i said one... at the beginning before all of that you should have started with the nice stuff the important information and then the rest of it could have just followed Rather than me eye-rolling away <laughs> I fear. What's up there? <laughs> What's up there? What are you trying to do? Look in the inside of your own skull? <laughs> okay, Dom, should we talk about One Tree Hill? Because this episode is actually a bit of a corker. Bit of a corker. Wouldn't you say? Fake Derek? <laughs> Come on. My man's a psycho. They, they. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's nicknamed, by the way, in the uh, community, in the fandom. His psycho Derek. A psycho Derek. I can tell oh, okay. you that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I was right. I was right yeah. that he was going to be the weirdo that is watching her. So, yep. you know, credit. Some credit. Give me some credit. Yay! Dom's the best! Yes! Thank you. This episode has also made me confirm some predictions or make some predictions as well so yeah i've got new things to discuss yeah yeah okay well, we've got one more yeah we've got 22 minutes to talk about one tree hill before katie gets here but wait just before that you like the new intro i it love the new me. intro i love the new intro it's so good I mean, one, thank you to Sarah for all the choices and selections. Yep. Two, thank you to you for, for putting it together so brilliantly. And three, the music choices are fantastic. Just it starting on Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You by Led Zeppelin is, is amazing. Uh, and then all the nonsense that we we say in between and then it flows into into 
sort of two the other songs as well towards the end. It's just, I love it. It's brilliant. Well done. Thank you. It's my your, friend. your what, finest what's... work. Finest work, sir. Oh really? Do you think that? Do you think it's better than? Uh... I'm trying to think. For season one it wasn't any of our stuff. It was just uh... we're meteor, <laughs> yeah, right? Just became a raven. And then season two was when it started going into um, the keeping up appearances, my half brother, and then uh, you shouting about Karen and stuff. <laughs> and then I think then the last season one was where it was like cuts, all, wasn't it? All of... sorts of crazy things happening. And then, but this one's your favorite one of all so far. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I really enjoyed the season three one. Don't get me wrong. I liked well, I liked all of them. I've really liked all of them, but this is like your finest work, I must say. Oh, thank you, Sarah. I was directed by Sarah. I just, I just, you know. I thought you I forgot my I'm name told. there. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> no, Don't. well, thank. All oh, right, yes. Well, well, it's what? What's your favorite, uh, like clip? Like your favorite soundbite, rather. Um, I'm not sure. I, I quite like. I quite enjoy hearing you sing. So you you having your sing off with you. Seb was was a nice moment. Um, I, I like then, your it's, it's uh, when you rant ended. about the walk. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> it's not even a fucking stroll or whatever. <laughs> you just rolled out of bed and walked to a fucking bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you say, "Oh, that was really good." Of course, I was talking to myself. Or <laughs> yeah, and I hear you say in the background, "You're such a dick." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Seb said, said uh, Seb messaged me to say that he was honoured that he'd made it into the intro. Oh, there is, of um, course, any fuck you, Dom, as well, isn't there? Not by me, though. Not from, by you. Um, from Tammy. Tammy, yeah, from Tammy. <laughs> you know why, Simon? Why? Because fuck you, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, um. Yeah, Seb messaged me to say he was honoured to like be part of the intro and everything. To say he's, you know, he's he's back on. I can't remember. It's either uh, episode eleven or episode nine, but you know, he's on. He's on again in the future, obviously. And he said he's ready for a rematch, Ooh. which I am ready for, Dom. And I said, he said I'll be ready. And I say, well, I prefer to stay ready always and forever. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're about to do it. Damn it. I said always and forever. Keeping up appearances. It's just so easy. Do you want, it just flows. Because you make that so easy, do you want me to pick a new song for you to do from the show? Well, well, I was. you can, but I was thinking, wouldn't this be great? What if we did, instead of doing, you know, I say a line, he repeats the line, you know, what if we did... A line, a line each that rolls together, right? And I thought, well, why didn't we do the theme tune? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny enough, do you know what? I was thinking about this earlier. I was thinking, you know, in our watch-alongs, sometimes um, we talk a little bit too much at the beginning. And I, mm-hmm. I, like, I don't care about me particularly. Sometimes I worry about you. You get, you know, less sleep because you have a one-year-old. Um, but I, I really worry about one of our great ravens anna who is in the same time you zone always as 
you always worry about it. Yeah, because so I think, worried. So I think um, it's nearly midnight. We haven't started watching the episode yet. Anna is looking at us like we're idiots and just wants to get this over and done with. Do you know what I mean? I, I feel so bad for her, uh, because we, we're like prolonging sleep. We're like prolonging the the lack of sleep. Basically, we're making that happen for someone, and that I worry. I think Anna's the only one in our time zone as well. But actually, Mari as well that joins um, it is an hour ahead of us. So it's even worse for Mari. Oh. So when Mari does join, I feel even worse for her because <laughs> it's even They later. know what they're signing up for. They, know what <laughs> they, they all say that that's their favorite part. Okay. But I was going to say, what we should do is get them all to do a word each of the song. So if we did it really quickly, uh, and then we could, then we could have the song. We have them almost sing the song, but they're saying a word each at a time. I think it'd be I very, could... very difficult to orchestrate. Very and difficult. on Zoom with the lag. But what we could do is we could just get them each to sing a word, and then I could just edit it together so it sounds. And then consistent. we could recreate the theme song with our ravens. Uh, hey Seb, if you're listening, <clears throat> don't be too scared, but. I don't want to be anything. <laughs> Other than what I've been trying to be lately. Do it. Right. I love the style. That's obviously your own style, right? I was sort of going a bit meatloaf or paratic, but sure, yeah. Could you Could you do Gavin DeGraw? Could you do it like Gavin DeGraw? I love... Is that a plastic glass? Plastic cup? No. Oh, of course. It's glass. Is it... What colour is it? It's got little... It's got little bubbles is in it. Like it's like a brown sort of, tint. Yeah, it's kind of like... Oh, yeah? It's yeah. Like peachy. Very posh. Very posh. I thought it was plastic, so it can't <laughs> oh, be that posh. <laughs> that, that, that one makes me laugh when you're just like, gonna bang in some champagne. <laughs> Fuck it, it's a Wednesday. Lardy fucking dark. <laughs> There's been uh, probably at least 10 episodes out of the 70 that I've been drinking champagne <laughs> or or Prosecco. So, well, I guess according to you, it's the one fucking thing I do a week. Oh, you come know, on. So. Come on. You turned up at my house the, the other day. That was a bit like impromptu, wasn't it? <laughs> that was up. something yeah. to do. <laughs> Dominic, I'm incredibly busy at the house drinking <laughs> anyway do it do it in the style of Gavin DeGraw please like like it's meant um, to be I'm trying okay I'm trying to try and hear him yeah. oh. let me get my lip out I don't wanna be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately <laughs> uh, <laughs> All I have to do is think of me and happy summer. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, good. That'll do. Thank you very much. That was perfect. Okay, tell me the truth, right? <laughs> you team Sai, you team Seb. Who are you putting money on for this sing-off? I don't want to. I don't want to judge until we get onto that episode, and then I'm yeah, gonna. But just who? You, yeah, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna fill it out. With? I mean, you definitely won the last one. 
Thank you. you. I mean, I'd like to think of myself as Rocky, and you're that the old guy that shouts at me. Yeah, yeah, on the yeah, his trainer. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's his name? Just... I don't know. Rocky, you had it all. You gotta get in there. You gotta <laughs> punch him in the face. <laughs> oh God. Me and F, right? We went to the cinema for the first time in forever, forever, um, a few weeks ago to see. What did we even watch? I can't even. What was it? It was really good, whatever it was. What was it? What was it, Dom? You see King Richard? No, that looks good, though. It's good. It's good. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Excellent. Yeah, Will Smith's nodded for potential Oscar, isn't it? What was it? What was it? James Bond. It's the James Bond movie. Have you seen it? No. Is oh, it, it's good. Is it good? Is it worth it? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I think it's like one of the best ones. Ooh. Full stop. I mean, it's, not, it's never going to be Goldeneye, is it? It's the best ever. Yeah. And Casino Royale is good. But it is, this is good. This is good. Um, but we're watching the trailers. You know, at the Odyssey in St. Albans, they do like uh, retro films as well. They they show show the trailers for ones that have coming up, and they showed the trailer for Rocky Four. You know, with um, I've forgotten the name, the, the Russian, what's his name, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, but what do they call him in that in the movie? Can't remember, but yeah, him. And um, at the trailer, they brought me and Ethany both had tears in our eyes <laughs> because we're so emotional. <laughs> I mean, we were also drinking a bit of champagne because we were out. But the, the you know, date night. But he, it's the bit where the train is just like, he's just a man, Rocky. He's not a machine. He's a man. Because <laughs> he kills Apollo, Dom. You've seen Rocky Four, right? Yeah, I've seen all of them, but I, I haven't seen them all for a very long time. Very long time. Now that would be a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna get Sylvester Stallone on, and that's all it would be—just vowel sounds. <laughs> I don't want to be a friend. All right, then. He's just a man. <laughs> Martin. <laughs> okay. One Tree Hill. Are we gonna get there today? I think that was it. What we done? Yeah. <laughs> cool there. We're finished. Cool we did, there, night. We did a two-hour podcast. Katie's going to come on and finish off the last hour on her own for us because she'll she's infinitely better than we are at discussing it. Aren't aren't they all? <laughs> yeah. Aren't they all? Isn't that the biggest joke of the podcast? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many people that I wonder do they even listen to this? Like Jenna, I need to know. Do you listen to these first two hours, guys? <laughs> she's so great and so dedicated to One Tree Hill that I'm certain that she wants to hear the One Tree Hill stuff. I just wonder, do you listen to this stuff, Jenna? Let us know. Also, Dom, are you going to protect me from Mike tonight? He doesn't listen, so we know that we can discuss this openly. It, it's borderline like we're going to need to go there and pay him a visit, and you're going to have to do some Krav Maga, Jiu Jitsu. I see you not doing jujitsu. Jujitsu okay, is my sorry. go-to, man. Come on. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I did I've... it. I did it for for over twenty years. So. No, of course, of course, of course. Mean? I just thought, yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> so can you talk me through? We knock on the door. He's not expecting it. 
He's got the Fuck You Simon t-shirt on. For anyone who doesn't know, Mike arrives to the Watch Along every week now in a t-shirt that says Team Dom, Fuck You Simon on the back, or Fuck Simon or something, which was funny, but it's like been a month now, and he only comes to the Watch Along to try and throw shade at me. And Dom, you you told me you've had enough. It's not nice, is it? It's not nice. Like, right, come on, we've got to be honest here. As much as everybody says they're Team Dom... Right, <laughs> everybody. Wait, hold, Hang no, on a let me finish. Let me finish. I'm very much Team Simon. Oh, okay. So, Here we go. Um, you know, hell. you don't need to worry about any of that because you know we love you. Really, that's like that's like when you can't get a partner in class and you have to partner with the teacher. <laughs> that's hundred percent what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> right, everybody, get a partner. Oh, you haven't got one. Okay. Well, I'll I'll be your friend. Yeah. Or you have to hang out Boy. with him at lunchtime. <laughs> There's a couple groups of three, but they don't want to break off. Okay, all right. right. Yeah, Bye. <laughs> you can, you can, you can do your whatever with me. Is it dancing? Do you remember country dancing? Oh heel yeah, toe, heel toe. Yeah, with Mrs. Pink Who was your partner in country dancing? It always changed, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it did. Why is that funny? It's just like, who's your partner in country dancing? It always changes, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I realised when I I asked it, I can't remember who mine was. So, oh dear, ridiculous. I just, I just remember that a certain someone threw a certain someone else across the room. Who did? No, I don't remember that. Hold on, I'm gonna, I, because for... Was I the thrower? Did I get thrown? It wasn't me, was it? <laughs> oh, who threw her? No, she she threw someone. Oh, God. <laughs> did, who did she throw? Did she throw you? Who was nimble enough? Me! Was it me? No, it must have been this person. Oh, right. So, of course. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> we're, we're having to be very careful about not naming these people so i've had to send messages to simon on our zoom chat (laughs) (laughs) i also remember a couple of people couldn't skip and skipping is fairly basic but fairly essential it's it's 95 percent of country dancing isn't it skipping around well one of them is our one of them was our mutual friend and i know this because (laughs) when we when we uh for Christmas a couple of years ago, I got all of my mum's... Why is that funny? Okay, for all of my mum's VHSs, like home videos, I got them put onto uh, like my my computer so I could give them to her, like a digital copy. I showed you because there's a video of you and me like messing around with my dad in, in, in my living room or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And uh, But one of them was of like our school fate. And we, that's what the country dancing was building up to. That was the crescendo of the year, right? And, uh, yeah, a certain someone was just running, just a little slow jog <laughs> with the, and then, and then I can't remember, it was either them or it was me that fell over. I think it was me, I fell over. That was the shame of the fate. <laughs> the summer fate. That was a big event. It was. For a sponge at Mr. Sawyer, it was good times. Yeah, yeah, very good times. Brick a brack. 
right, yeah, right colors, wrong team. Yeah, good times. Mr. Sawyer was dope, man. I I really, I really liked him. Great teacher. Yeah, for sure. It was a great school, man. Great primary school. Mm. So, One Tree Hill. Yep. Only five minutes before she gets here. Let's start. Let's start. Our Ravens want it. They want us to get on with it. They've been saying this. All right, who, who? There's two hours of nonsense. Just sort your lives out, boys. <laughs> who who do you want to start with? I really want to start with Dan. Ooh, yeah, he doesn't have... He has stuff, but we could probably cover him in five minutes, yeah. so go for it. So Dan, Dan's episode is, is quite interesting because it's more to do with him and Karen, isn't it? Uh, and uh-huh. he also sees um, young dead Keith again. Been on been on the podcast. He has, yeah. Um, so has Dan. And um, I, I'm finding Dan's journey really difficult at the moment because there's... Sorry, Dom, I forgot to tell you. I potentially have a whale back on the table to Ooh. come back to come on to the podcast. Not back on, a first time on the podcast Antoine Tanner yeah I've Ooh. been back in contact with Antoine he'd been on Drama Queens I hadn't listened to it, um, it. but I know <laughs> <laughs> want us to come Ready on a, for proper, a real podcast podcast yeah <laughs> no I just assumed that well he's been on there now so get his and it was probably like a, mu- a couple months ago or something so you know maybe he would be more into it not that he'd he'd never said no or anything like that but yeah so i messaged him and um i try i try and do this stuff with personality like so that it's not boring so they want to and i was just like hey man you're the man and we need to speak about your manliness or something like that something stupid to try and get his attention and he was just like yeah man i'm into it just let me check my schedule and i was like cool Ooh. That's very exciting. So we'll see. Big we'll news. See. And when's Jimmy we'll coming see. on? Uh, yeah, Jim. <laughs> say that with such like wide eyes, Jimmy. Yeah, soon. I-, I need to message him. It was a sad situation. He had some personal things happen that uh, you know he just needs some time. So um, he's all good and everything, but you know, like family things. Yeah, maybe I'll message him like next month. I want to give him a good amount of time, but he's definitely going to come on. Do you say that because you look forward to that conversation? There's so much to talk about. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, for me, like we've only really just started to get to know skills. Like uh, he's been in these last three episodes the most than he's been in the entire last three seasons. So for me, I'm just getting to know you know skills and and his character like properly so hopefully like antoine or mr tanner says yeah okay i can join you but i can't join you till like march so i get more time getting to know him rather than him you know being a bit like oh, i have to be careful about what i say because don doesn't know or I, I can't listen or you know all of that yeah 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 but, that's true I mean, I, the thing with that is, I think mean, I would just say to him and just be like, hey, just straight away, just be like, Dom's only seen up to the first couple of episodes of season four. I'd be straight up with him and be like, no spoilers, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't call me skills pulling splinters out of my ass. <laughs> You're going to make him call you Colonel. Should, do you dare me to? Yes. Katie's just about to join. Do you dare me to the first thing to say to her is call me Colonel? I think she pro- I think she will. I should be like, oh, God, right. okay, Colonel. But she'll probably think you're shouting at me. <laughs> Shall I? Shall I? Do you dare me to? Let's try no, it. No, I can't. I can't. No, I'll nice. tell you what, by the, by the end of the conversation, oh, she would have called me Colonel. Deal? Oh, yeah, well, easy. That's an easy one. All right. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make, make that happen. 53. Katie! Katie! Katie, we got the same How topic. we doing? Dom, what if I told you we had a free-time podcast legend in the building, virtual building? What would you say to me, Dom? I wouldn't believe you. Three-time? But what? Free-time. What if I said I'm talking jersey hanging from the rafters legend? Is it Larry Bird? Is it Michael Jordan? Is it LeBron James? No. Is KT. <laughs> How are you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Good, yeah, all good. Really excited to, to talk to you. I remember our last two episodes that we got. I, I'm sure you were on not too long ago in season three. I wasn't. Which is awesome. And then and the previous episode, there were really good conversations. So I'm excited because this is not a terrible episode. So I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. I, I say that because I don't want to give away ratings. So, uh, mm. so there you go. Yeah, I think this is my favorite one I've been on so far. So that's Excellent. good. But it's great to have you back. How have you been? Thanks. Um, not too bad. We are um, expecting some snow here, so I'm hoping we get something. But yeah, not too bad. Are you hoping for snow? Something. Yeah, Just it'd be nice. Little. Just a yeah. In Virginia, nobody really knows how to handle snow. So if there's like a chance of snow, everything gets closed down. So uh, that makes it kind of nice sometimes. That's the whole of England, <laughs> by the way. If it snows the slightest bit in England, that's it. And there's nothing Shut available. It down. We're closing Shut up. it down. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. The country is done. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite interesting when that happens. No one knows how to drive or anything, but it's fun for me because I'm from Ohio, which there's a lot of snow typically there, so... I know how to drive in it, but a lot of people here don't. <laughs> so Kate is a snow pro. Sure. Nice. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Well, Katie, we got we're gonna we got rolled into this episode here because we waited for you to talk about it. Okay. So we're gonna the whole thing in an hour, which for us that's crazy. That's crazy talk, but. We're going to do it, and we're going to do it well. Uh, we Well, obviously, just tell us though quickly, has has your five TV shows changed over time? Or are they still set? I don't even remember what I said. So, um, yes, they're the same. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect. Best response. Then, then, then let's roll in. So we were just about to start talking about Dan as the first character. So let's talk about that. Don was just saying about how his episode is kind of linked to Karen and it's a lot of him uh, having his back and forth with ghost child Keith. Mm-hmm. What, continue, Don, with what you were saying with that. 
Uh, yeah, I was getting into saying that I think there's there's just so much turmoil within Dan, and I'm actually worried about his character at the moment because uh, I sort of fear for where he's going to go. We had no Deb in this episode, uh, and you know it's she's mentioned, uh, and Dan is almost sort of given a warning by Karen to stay away from her, stop doing whatever you're doing. And he sort of professes that he's not doing anything. And she's like, you're always doing something. And that was like a a really, really good moment. Um, But his uh, sort of mental state when he's on his own is, is quite terrifying. And we see him at at one point, like with a gun. So I, I have no idea what ghost Keith is like convincing him to do is ghost Keith saying, you can get rid of all this by shooting yourself or, or you know what's uh, or or shooting Deb. I, I don't really know what Ghost Keith is telling him to do, but I, I worry massively for Dan <laughs> at the moment. Well, Katie, how are you feeling about Dan in this one with his wonderful Clark Kent hair? <laughs> he does have very nice hair. Um, I agree. Yeah, it seems like he is going through a lot right now, and I don't know why, but when I watched it this time and. Um, he, little Keith is, you know, says, you know what you have to do to make all this go away. <clears throat> I don't know why, but I didn't really remember what he meant by that. And I thought he meant to come clean, to turn himself in. But then I saw the gun and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> like that's not what he means at all. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if this whole being nice to Karen thing will last, um what do you think dom how long do you think that will last and when do you think we'll see deb again well good question really good question. both two good questions i I, i've i've always thought that the sort of try and get karen back on side thing is was going to happen so he's really really going to push for that and it's steering he's steering his way to getting karen on side eventually lucas on side and nathan on side to then push Deb away and make Deb some kind of crazy hermit <laughs> that sort of is a gun-toting lunatic uh, on drugs. Um, I'm really hoping Karen kind of sees the light and helps Deb and gets her you know, back into rehab and sorts her out. But it's all based out of fear for Deb, so I, I'm not sure. Like Deb might even crop, crop up in the next episode that we're going to see and reappear sort of in the shadows causing some sort of trouble um but dan kind of has that um ammunition now because karen's told dan exactly what's going on with deb he didn't know before but he now knows she's got a gun he now knows she's on the drugs again so he's you know he he knows that she's quit you know her partnership with karen so there's there's so much that dan has in his favor now and it's all information that karen's given him and he's there lending a helping hand. Oh, it looks like you're busy. Can I do anything? Can I take you out? Can we? It's just continuous, like, charm offensives. And Karen's very guarded, and she's quite right to be because of his, you know, history with it all uh, and their history together. So I just, I just don't trust Dan enough to know that this is going to last for a long time. I think he wants to get everyone on his side, and then he's just going to manipulate and abuse again. So... Yeah, I, th- I think it. I think it will take. I I think by kind of mid season, he'll be chummy enough with Karen for coffees and cinema movie dates. You know, um, 
and then that's not going to be reflected very well with other people and it's going to create tension and issues so yeah i think that's coming i uh i enjoyed dan's line of uh if you just had you know a glass of scotch and a cigar i think i'd be dreaming when karen <laughs> asked him about basketball which is a great so that's what's something that's great about dan as a character is that he is hilarious as well as can be menacing and angry and smooth and suave and he can sort of do the whole range of emotions and it never feels um like a caricature or anything it feels mm. uh grounded within his character it feels like a full a fully fleshed character it's great is is that moment of the episode actually that i sort of had a thought and more of a prediction so karen listening to um lucas on the on the radio like on the podcast whatever it was um ravens hoops dot com well <laughs> but it should be dot net, dot net. <laughs> yeah. um when she's listening to that and then he she goes to see dan and she makes a point of going to see dan because he's had that history of loving the game and then having to stop playing for a, an injury or you know what we believe to be an injury um and she's kind of like what did it mean to you and and w- will he recover from this i can't help but feel that there's something in her head saying you know you love this so much you need to go for this rather than just rely on you know keeps money for going to university and becoming a writer I I can't help but feel now that Karen's going you've loved basketball your entire life we've made you 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 know you've been honest with me now so I'm gonna do my in terms of the medication and you're not taking it and HCM and all of that I'm, I'm gonna be now you've told me all of that truth and you've got it all out. I want to help you as much as possible get back into basketball. So I, I kind of feel like she's edging that way and might use Dan to help her with that. How would that happen? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> Maybe they find a better medication that they that is affordable to Dan that isn't affordable to them. That means doesn't hinder his performance, Lucas's performance when playing basketball. So he can play quite freely and fairly risk-free or they get him tested again and it turns out he he doesn't have it or you know something something like that's got to happen for him to kind of be involved again but i think it's going to be heavily pushed by karen i actually think she's going to support this this time is that what skills was saying when he said at the end you know something big is around the corner for you or something like that that was the other thing that i was going to say is that skills kind of mentions something and i think you're led to believe it's either relationship or something like that but i think it's i think it's basketball and his connection with basketball so i said coaching was the angle but i i now i'm now starting to think he's gonna there'll be a solution or there'll be some way that he'll get to play again i just have i just can't figure out what that is but yeah good good pick up on on the skills thing as well because um he, he definitely definitely like Leaves a little nugget there of of something. Well, should we should we transition over to skills? Or do you have anything else to say about Karen or anything? Nope. Other than the fact she's she's awesome. Yes. <laughs> okay. Great. Well, what about skills then? Skills is on the bench, but he does manage to get to start in this game eventually after. 
sort of ranting to Nathan with Whitey overhearing and, uh, you know, and call him skills because he takes splinters out of his ass. But, you know, and uh, Whitey saying doesn't want the white man to hold him down and all that sort of stuff, um, which is like great back and forth. And then he plays and he plays really well. And then he's like in the after party as well. And we have nice moments with him with, Lucas and Nathan and the funny moment with Bevan as well. I mean, Katie, how did you feel about Skills in this one? I love Skills' character. Um, I always have, but I I don't... Maybe I'm the only one that feels this way, but I cannot handle, like, all of the cheesy lines he was saying while he was playing basketball. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It, it was just a lot. I'm like, these are, are very, very cheesy things to say, but it was still good. Um and I I do like that he's on the team now. And I thought it was really nice that Lucas gave him his jersey. So it's kind of like he's playing. Um, but, yeah. What do you guys think? Is, is skills, is the way sort of skills comes across just like over the top? Because I, I, it is quite... So Simon had mentioned that, that Dan isn't a caricature or isn't funny. Do you, do you kind of see those moments as caricature or just a bit over the top in terms of how it's being played or the lines that are being fed. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of characters sometimes, like I'm just the kind of person that I don't like cheesy lines on shows or movies. And like Brooke had a few of them in this episode or like Haley's when she was like, if you're looking for a black eye, it's in my fist. I'm like, (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like people don't say that. Um, I quite like that. Line. I was like, yeah, it is. And also in my foot as well, my elbow. You'll find it all there. Yeah, I think I'm in the minority on that, but it just feels a little, I guess, like forced to me. Um, but yeah, I do love skills, though. So. Nice. <laughs> I was I was just saying uh, beforehand because Simon is still uh, very hard at work at getting. Uh, Antoine Tanner on the podcast and you know he's back in touch and he's replying and it's it's great and I was saying I want to I want to see more of him in this season kind of almost before he comes on if if I get the opportunity because um he's he's been in the last three episodes more than he's been in the whole like last three seasons so I'd be more excited about kind of seeing more from him but I I get the the cheesy line thing because sometimes we talked about eye rolling quite a lot earlier I'm a bit of an eye roller (laughs) <laughs> and if there's a cheesy line, I'll be like, okay, right, great. Um, and, and give it a good old-fashioned eye roll. Um, but sometimes I love it. Like, I thought the Haley line was ridiculous but hilarious at the same time. So, yeah, yeah, I can see I, that. I have to be guilty of that, I'm afraid. <laughs> I, I think when during the basketball sequences, they were trying to show that he's got some, like, cockiness to him. Like, like uh, I like when he's on the bench and the other guy's like, I've been on the team for two years and I haven't played at all. And Skills is saying, yeah, but I'm good. Like I, I did like that. They're kind of, yeah, they're kind of those lines of, you know, he, he knows that he could have been playing for the Ravens this whole time, but he's not been interested because he likes hanging out at the river court with his friends and he plays basketball because he enjoys playing. But now actually there's a point to it that he can potentially get him a scholarship and save his family money and, you know, lead into, you know, opportunities. So I think I, I agree that some of them are kind of over the top and whatever, but I definitely am a fan of it because it's like, yes, I'm pumped up and I want to see him play. And I like the little throwback line 
to Tim. I don't know if you guys caught it when they're walking through the party and Skills is kind of in the middle and Lucas is in front and Nathan's at the back and they're sort of like bantering. And Lucas is like, no, sorry. Skills is saying, oh, I'm going to, you know, light the plate. No, he says something like, I'm going to be so tight in the game, they're going to call me Ziploc or something. And Nathan says, just say that you're going to play well, Skills, which is like, uh, you know, what he used to always say to Tim. Yeah. It was quite a nice throwback reference. It, is Skills kind of the best of the Scott brothers? Is he like a, a, the better combination of the two? So, like, one of them is is, is very articulate and, in, and quite intelligent and... Uh, also very good at basketball the other one is quite cocky or like it came across as very cocky actually you know when he's one-on-one with Haley, he's very so i mean nathan obviously he's very kind and considerate but he's also very good at basketball and skills is articulate you know funny intelligent great at basketball and when he's with bevan he's he's also quite you know kind and caring so is is he like the better combination of the, the Scott brothers in one character. Well, we know he's on the honor roll as well, right? Because mm. Lucas, that was like a reason he'd been missing for like half a season or something. It's like, you're just in the library. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think, Katie? I think that makes a lot of sense. I've not thought about that before, but um, yeah, I think he's definitely a good combination of the two of them. There you go. We should just write everyone out. <laughs> should, should <laughs> oh, I will say, obviously, we t- we pay particular attention to jerseys on this podcast. The jersey that Lucas gives to Skills is not dazzle cloth. It is, I forget what it's called, but you know, it's got like the holes in it, okay. which, you know. No, I don't, but I know what you're talking about. Right, right, right. Um, So... As we've said previously, those are an option when we get to the black jerseys, which will be the next order. I don't know what to say. Do we go with the dazzle cloth? Because that's what we've done the whole way. But in the show, they're not. They're with like the little holes in. So, you know, that would be screen accurate. We've come so far with dazzle cloth. <laughs> Katie, what what do you think? Would you, If you had one, would you want it to be dazzle cloth? Or would you want it to have the holes in? I mean, probably the dazzle cloth, but is the whole team wearing the kind with the holes in it, or was that just the one that Lucas gave skills? I think just everything beyond season two, they have the holes in. Mm. Dazzle cloth is just season one and season two. So we've seen the white and the blue in the dazzle, and oh, they dazzle. They are delicious. But if we're going screen accurate, they should have the holes in. I mean, Dom, well, how do you feel about it? You obviously have a, have the white and the blue. Would it feel wrong to have the black in it have the, and not be dazzle cloth? No, I don't think so. I'd be quite happy for it to, to be the one with the holes in. I just want to make sure that we have everyone has the KS if we get the black jersey. They have to have the KS on the front. Um, and if they if they order it without that, they don't get one. Dom, I get I get the fucking interior labels right. I think I'm not going to get the KS right. So if you're going for even the interior labels, then I think you have to make the fabric be what it is on the show. There you go. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. KT has ruled. 
and I haven't uh, even I'm gotten pre- one of the other ones. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you mine as well. <laughs> um, you do, uh, do as you please with yours. Mine are, mine are locked away in the safe. The, the shorts are unreal. Like a lot of people didn't order the shorts and wow, you made a mistake because the shorts are lovely. I'm going to order like two pairs of every color on the next order. I'm going all out. Are you still wearing them? Wayne. You were wearing them earlier, weren't you? Today? Yeah. I'm, no, I didn't wear them today. Oh, that was the last episode. Were you not wearing them this morning? <laughs> what? It was on Instagram. What was? There was a picture of you on Instagram in, in the shorts. Oh, God. <laughs> That's so weird. That's so weird. Yes, I was. I slept in them last night. Oh, so you did have them on I... today. Yeah, but yeah. that's not on my Instagram. No. It's F, F does has a I didn't a say it was your Instagram. For... I just said it was on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't a picture that I... Yes, yes. <laughs> I can't believe you could even see them on that. Of course. <laughs> Did you see him and were like, Dazzlecloth? I was like, he's, got his, oh, he's got his Dazzlecloth One Tree Hill shorts on. <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> that's really thrown me off. Okay, so skills. Anything else we want to talk about when it comes to skills? Or are we good? Think we're good. Uh, I I just love the the line from Bevan when she runs in. He's like, oh, "I've got like gossip for you." <laughs> broke broke up with Lucas, and he's like, "Bye." And he, Lucas is like, "Thanks, Bevan." You know, he's like, "I'm right here." She's Keep like, it on the BLT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. She's awesome. She, like, she was just on Drama Queens as well, I oh, think. She, her she her and yeah. skills as a as a couple, as a combination, is is genius. I, I genuinely think that is genius in my in my view. Such a just a smart combo. Well, shall we flip over from skills into Lucas? Because we've kind of we've touched on some of those things. I mean, Katie, what would your synopsis be of Lucas in this one? Lucas kind of interacted with everyone. I feel like in this episode, he had some with Peyton at the beginning um, with her meeting Derek and then um, trying to talk to Brooke several times over the course of this episode. Um, And then, like we mentioned, Mouth um, giving skills his jersey, as we said. Again, trying to talk to Brooke, but Haley on the staircase. Haley, yeah. So I don't know how you guys want to talk. Maybe, about maybe let's do it character character by character. So like when he's interacting with Peyton, mm-hmm. uh, he he's there as the like guardian for when she's meeting uh, Derek. Derek in hyphenated brackets in the uh, in Karen's cafe. That's all nice and, and sweet and everything. And then when he's speaking with uh, with Skills, we've sort of spoken on that. And then with Brooke, what I quite liked is he he does, he keeps trying and she's just not into it. And then it gets to the crescendo of, I'm not the guy for you, Brooke Davis, in a very similar fashion to you know towards the beginning of season three at the beach party and whatever that she was surrounded by by guys and whatever and i think that's kind of fair enough like i know that he's been 
he has not been thoughtful in terms of uh, being being sort of outlandish with Peyton in front of Brooke and so on and so forth. But he's also tried to explain it and he's tried and he's tried and he's tried and she's not interested. So he's just kind of leaving it. I mean, what did you think, Dom? Do you think that was fair enough or do you think he actually needs to try harder? Uh, I think fair enough on the leaving it now, but there's one thing I'd sort of object to, which was the line where he's like, I fought for you, but you weren't willing to fight for me or you didn't fight for me or whatever. That's the only bit that I can't quite forgive or get, or get over because she's tried, she has tried really, really hard. And I guess, but you know, we have seen in recent episodes or like since the start of season four, at least that she's become more and more distant and you know, she's kind of repaid Lucas with the same service that, that he's given her as well you know the the lack of phone calls the lack of communication the the kind of not chasing each other down and then whenever you know she was having her arguments with Peyton not saying you know she wouldn't say that she loved him and you know there's all these bits that came up but him saying that I just sort of struck a chord with me that I I didn't enjoy I thought it was a bit it was a bit harsh to sort of throw that in her face because I actually think she had tried quite hard at the beginning and it was him that was always kissing other girls and stuff so um <laughs> it makes it... dying girls don they were dying at <laughs> like least. She, she was dying once she wasn't dying the other time so um <laughs> I, I i find it a, a bit difficult that he kind of throws that at her but i think time has come to to move on and the, the tension between them in the whole episode and i mean any scene that Sof- sophia bush did in this episode was just full of tension wasn't it really she was it was like she had as an as a, as an actor, she had so much pent up aggression, and it just came out as Brooke, and it was it was really well done, but like a bit scary as well. I sort of felt for her a little bit. How do you feel about it, Katie? You think uh, Lucas was right to let it be, or you think actually, yeah, he could have put more effort in? Um, I hadn't really thought about it, like how Don described that uh, he was pretty harsh on Brooke. But now that I'm thinking about it, like, has he ever actually apologized for kissing Peyton in the library? Like, I can't recall if he's actually said I'm sorry or if he's I think just... he did at the wedding, I think. Okay. I think he did out of frustration, no. He was like, I'm sorry, I bloody blah. You know, like how a kid does. I'm sorry, I ate all the Pringles. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but they're gone, you know, and now I can't <laughs> eat the Pringles. Yeah, um... So, I mean, I do get that he tried several times in this episode and she wasn't having it. So he's like, okay, I'm done. Um, I, I, especially when he's, you know, says you didn't fight for me and she's like, and I'm not going to like, I feel like that was equally harsh right back. Um, but she was hurting and I feel like I'm mean when I'm hurt about something. So I get it, um, but I, yeah, I think it, it's time for them to be done at this point. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess maybe Brooke did try, and I just didn't really notice it. But, um, but yeah, I, I think their relationship has run its course at this point. And we also get Lucas consoling Haley. Uh, we can talk more about that when uh, we talk about Haley. We get 
Lucas consulting Malf. Let's talk more about that when we get to Malf. Malf has my favourite line in this. I like rewound it on the, <laughs> um, <laughs> on the watch along. It's, it's so funny. But uh, but that does go to show that Lucas is a very supportive character. Like he goes across the board and he is helpful to people. But, you know, I think we've said this before, potentially too much. He likes to solve other people's problems. And if they don't have any problems to solve, then he's not that interested. And I think that sometimes is the issue with Brooke. Well, he's got the biggest problem of all to solve soon, hasn't he? The The person that he keeps rescuing, that keeps coming back to look after... He's going to have to bail her out of this mess sooner, sooner or later, isn't he? It's, it's going to happen. We're going to find out that Derek is a, is a psycho lunatic or they're going to find <laughs> out and he's going to have to save her again. It's just got to happen. Well, let's, let's go there. <laughs> let's go. Shall, shall we go there? Katie, you ready to go to Psycholand? Let's do it. <laughs> Welcome. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to a psycho podcast. <laughs> So we got my man Derek, okay? He's here. He's got the crooked smile. He's all like, you know, handsome, but, you know, non-threatening and he's got the blonde hair and all of that stuff. He actually kind of looks like he could be her brother, you know? Um, and he's just around and he's chill and he's like, hey, who have you got with you? Oh, I understand. You're not a dumb girl. Yeah, oh, I take pictures. I'm artistic. You do art. I take pictures. I can't take a picture. of You can take. You can draw a unicorn. I have to find one to take. Oh, oh blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, just like the perfect interaction that you'd want. He goes to the party. Brooke kisses him because, you know, trying to be douchey to Peyton... That was actually a really harsh moment when uh, she's like, he's my brother. And he's like, oh, your mum must have slept around more than you do. Jesus. Yeah. Katie, comment? I mean, they've been best friends since they were children. And like, yeah, she kissed your boyfriend. But like, you're going to throw away all those years of friendship and say something just so mean that like about her dead mom and i just i wouldn't be i wouldn't try and be friends with brooke after that honestly i couldn't even imagine like dom if we had some like major argument that we wouldn't have and if i kissed your boyfriend (laughs) right and if if you kiss chad and uh or nicholas cage but and uh how dare you but I would be mad at you. <laughs> but but if you said anything like insulting about my about my mum and you know touch wood and thank god my mum is still with you know with me uh and alive and everything I don't I don't there would be some borderline unforgivable stuff you know like I know that we're different cuz we're adults and and the rest of it but I mean, how do you come back from a comment like that, Dom? I don't. I'm. It's a. It's going to be a struggle, isn't it? If they do sort of patch things up later down the line, it's it's going to be difficult. But I mean, Peyton just seems to have so much shit thrown at her, doesn't she? Like, and lately it's just continuous. And we've gone from, you know, 
finding out that she's adopted to finding the the birth mother to the birth mother dying to finding out she has a brother to finding out the brother's a complete psycho it just doesn't ever stop it's just never ending for pain it's just like she's a she's a magnet for bad shit to happen um and like saying that like having a best friend kind of like brooke who can be very self-involved and harsh and and spiteful and nasty it is really really difficult um but also they're they're kind of in a world where Peyton I think Peyton would forgive they should find it difficult but I I think you know they're somewhere down the line Brooke would go look I was a stupid bitch you were a stupid bitch but you know I said something that was really really horrible was let's let's make up and and, and be friends and get over it but yeah I, I guess Brooke would have known would Brooke have known Peyton's mum, like Larry's wife? Do we? I don't know. I guess so. That? If they were friends, well, they were friends from when they were kids, right? And what do you think, Ae? Yeah, it's but I don't think she's talking about her, so. right? She's yeah, about but the, that's that's what I'm I'm sort of getting at. Is that like Brooke? I don't think would have ever had the nerve to suggest it was. Oh, gotcha. that mum because she has the relationship there but she's right. she's quite free to insult ellie because she doesn't know her peyton doesn't really know her that well right and it's, it was kind of like a an, an unfortunate you know passing thing because she was in it and then out of it so quickly so it's kind of like she it's almost like she can get away with saying it as, as horrible as it is that when she apologizes it's kind of like oh, okay fair enough i forgive you but you know actually if she said something about her other mum you know adopted mother that would be like world war three that makes sense i think yeah <laughs> trying to still, analyze still teenage girls ah! don't do it <laughs> <laughs> it's still it's still harsh though like i get yeah. yes it's not the same weight uh but it's still it's still a harsh harsh thing to say oh definitely yeah but let's um, let's take it back a little bit. So the big reveal at the end here is that uh, Derek gives her a photograph. She gives him the sketch that Ellie had done of the Angel of Death costume and everything. And then we get the great reveal of the picture on the wall morphing out to seeing all of the you know crazy pictures, a whole wall filled of you know stalkerish crazy shit. And of course, he's got to be shirtless because oh, you know. I'm naturally. so glad you said that because they have to be to be more psychotic and weird. Yeah, you have to be shirtless course. in front of your crazy shrine. That's just something well, you do. So, like the one I've got of you of the crazy in, in the cupboard, Simon. As soon as I open the cupboard doors, that's it. Shirts off. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting out more well, pictures know, of you and me. You know. <laughs> well, you know. You know. In uh, you know Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs mm. is like in the mirror tucking things in and whatever. <laughs> Katie, have you seen Silence of the Lambs? A long time ago, but yes. This the the trope remains. You've got. To, <laughs> be naked and be doing crazy shit <laughs> <laughs> and wearing people's skin in that <laughs> scenario <laughs> you don't know where Derek's going Dom well. <laughs> you don't know where it's going <laughs> well that that's my question I've got two questions for you Dom one is 
what do you think Derek's backstory is? Like once it gets revealed, because obviously it is at some point, we'll let you know what his situation is. And then where do you think it's heading? Well, uh, in terms of backstory, I hadn't actually considered that. Um, I hadn't considered that at all. Funny enough, although although I talked about it, he's got to be some lunatic that has to know her at some point, or it's going to be someone that they know, and that's what's going to be revealed. Once we met him, and then that was revealed at the end of the last episode, I then didn't think about the earlier journey up to this point. So... Um, I guess that's something well, I need to you, go in and think about. Are you saying that in no way, shape or form that he actually could be her brother, but just also be psychotic? I, I don't think he can be the real Derek, can he? I mean, he Why? could. Really? What difference would it make? It just seems too weird. It, 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 he's like infatuated with her that's how it seems that's how it came across right at the end so he's just a half brother (laughs) (laughs) and it makes it half legal you know the top half or the bottom half you pick (laughs) well he's got a shirt off so (laughs) is he top halves oh gosh wow you don't think he's her brother though i don't think he's the brother remember she had the phone conversation um with Derek um, on her video, like live stream or whatever it was. So she was visible, she was broadcasting, you know, it was captured and creepy weirdo was watching. So, you know, leaving the message, hi Derek or whatever, or or talking to um, Lucas and Skills in the bedroom that time, you know, it, it might have all been recorded. I've got a brother called Derek and I, you know, I want to talk to him, but you know, actually, I left him a message. He doesn't talk to me. And then she podcasts it anyway, doesn't she? She says, I've got a brother. He's called Derek. He doesn't want to talk to me. But that's fine. Maybe one day he will. And um, I just think that was great ammunition for him to then go, I-, I could be Derek. It's a chance for me to get close to her and get involved in her life. Um, And then it will slowly... I-, I-, I think the trust will just continuously build between them. So Derek, like Derek, is going to insert himself into Peyton's life, and be like, "Oh, I'm I'm your brother. Let's do this. I'm going to look out for you, you know." And she's going to be really, really trusting. But someone else has got to see that he's a fucking weirdo, and and she won't believe them. <laughs> so probably Lucas, because he's the savior of all Peytons, isn't he? And it'll be Peyton going, "I'll oh, leave him alone." You know, it's just Derek. He's my brother, and. Lucas will be going, well, where's the fucking proof? You know, show, I want to see, I want DNA, I want blood. Give me this guy's blood. I want a vial of his blood and I'll get it tested. And I want you to pee in a pot for me and I'll get that tested. I don't know why he asked for pee and not blood. He's just a psycho like that as well. Just weird, blonde-haired, blue-eyed guys. Blue-eyed guys are just crazy. That's why I go for the double brown combo. Brown hair, brown eyes, you're good. Um, <laughs> and uh, Lucas Fair. is going to be one that can see it. Peyton won't believe it until he gives away some detail that she has never shared with him. He'll say something like, oh, blah, 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 whatever, you know, and she'll be like, I never, I never told you that. And it's always those ones, I never told you that. And then it's dun, dun, dun. And then he, then she's shoved in the cupboard with all the pictures and it's all terrifying. And Lucas has to break down doors to save her. (laughs) 
At what point did you realize he was creepy? Was it uh, until the end? Uh, no, I thought he was creepy when he turned up at the doorstep on the episode before. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, he's weird. <laughs> this guy's weird. But did you see the ending coming? I guess is my question. I, I probably not to the extent that it happened. Because the, the, the pictures, when he's taking the pictures through the window and, and then he appears and he's like, oh, I'm a photographer. Um, you're kind of like, <laughs> oh, okay. Like, all right, fair enough. It's a bit weird to be framing your sister that you don't know in such a way. So that seems a bit odd. And then he does the same at the basketball game. He's taking pictures of her again, framing your sister that you don't know in a very strange way. And it is the the creepiness was building up, and then it got to like uber creepy, and it was like wow, that was like that was a it was a good moment, you know, in terms of um, kind of plot and filming and stuff. So yeah, did you see it when it was coming? Do you remember that that moment when it first happened? Because is this like a landmark moment in One Tree Hill? I don't know. I feel like I thought there had to be something wrong with him, like throughout this whole episode. I don't know that I saw the ending coming either, but I also feel like if I were Peyton and my brother sends emails me this close-up picture of my face at the basketball game, I feel like I would be like, that's kind of (laughs) weird and not print it out and put it up on my bedroom wall. But like, it's just her. Like if it had been like her posing with her friends or something like, okay, smile, I'm going to take a picture, but no, it's like, a candid picture without her knowing just close up of her face. I just, I feel like I personally would think that was weird, but yeah, I don't know. How about you, Simon? It's not a brother vibe. Is it Simon? It's not a brother vibe. (laughs) Come on. It's a, I want to wear your skin vibe. I think. (laughs) I want to wear your skin. Yeah. No, I agree. And I agree with like, I always say it to F. Um, she'd like sometimes go take like a picture of of me or whatever, and I'd be like, I really don't want a picture on my own. Like it's like, there's no use of it to me. Like if I want to take a picture with you or with you know our family or or I'll just grab Luna. I want a picture with her. Like it's like I would never put a picture up of just me. Like it has to be with people uh because yeah and it is way too close it's like right here in the face and if you listen to this one back you'll hear that you know i've been told my whole life i have a moon face or a frying pan face like i don't need that amplified you don't no one puts a frying pan on the wall you know you put it in a cupboard when you're done with it right in a drawer (laughs) one of them big slidey drawers of all the bacon trays and shit that make all the noise and the one bacon tray you need is at the bottom and slam it all out Katie, do you put your uh, frying pans in a drawer? Yeah. <laughs> you don't put them on the wall, do you, for everyone to see? No, but in pan. my old house, we did have one of those like hangers that you hung pots from. So oh, we did have okay. her. That would be really handy, her. actually. I'd quite like that, I think. Yeah, it was cool. So you could hang a picture of my face. <laughs> <laughs> But otherwise, put it in the drawer. Uh, now, I don't think I saw it coming, though, because when I watched this stuff for the first time, I was binging through it. And I'd be watching it at, like, one in the morning and have work, have to wake up for work at, like, half seven or whatever. <laughs> and I was just, like, going through it. I'd be like, oh, her brother. Oh, cool. Oh, it's psychopathic. Okay. <laughs> uh, just... <laughs> 
But okay, well let, let's let's move on because uh, time is eluding us, unfortunately. And we need to talk about Haley and Nathan, and we've also got to talk about Rachel and Mouth as well. So, I mean, Katie, who do you want to talk about? Well, we can do Nathan and Haley. Um, okay. So, what what do you think? What happened with them here? Uh, well, their first scene, Nathan's talking to her about the accident and how he thinks that he's or he's tired of thinking about it. And he thinks that by playing basketball, it's just all going to go away. And Haley tries to tell him it wouldn't, but he doesn't really listen. And then when he's actually playing, um, obviously it doesn't just go away. And he misses his free throw because he's seeing the hoop underwater and whatnot and looking at Rachel and, Haley's all all jealous, which rightfully so, um, because Rachel kisses Nathan before the game starts, and I, I would be so mad. And like, I don't know. Nathan just stands there and is like, "Well, I don't know what to do." But, um, but yeah. So um, Nathan's just having a tough time in this episode, trying to work through all of that, and doesn't know who he can talk to and who will understand and. Yeah, he's just having a tough time. Very, very well put. I mean, Dom, is Rachel edging into Felix levels of scummy here? Uh, Yeah, definitely. I think she's she's been not far off for some time. Um, I mean, she's just one spray can away from being a complete dickhead, isn't she? So. Well, you could you could argue. <laughs> I mean, the thing with Felix is he is a homophobic wanker, for lack of a better terms, in <laughs> for British terminology. He is a homophobic douchebag. No one's debating that. Rachel released a time capsule mm. that led to a shooting at the school. I mean, yes, okay, you could argue those things were going to happen anyway. But, you know... A lot of shit happened because of that. I mean, you could argue that that was her spray can. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a very good point. Very good analogy as well. So, yeah. Well done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you pat yourself on the head. There we go. In the frying pan. That's it. Good lad. <laughs> put some oil in. A, put the oil in a leg in there. Um, yeah, I, I think she's uh, just horrendous horrendous person what really upsets me is that she's in the main credits now so it means that she's involved in this season at least and i thought she would be dead off the end of that bridge so um (laughs) i guess i have to tolerate her for at least another you know 19 episodes but um she's she's just a nightmare she's just so horrible (laughs) and she can't be happy for other people and nice and i guess the only person that she's like disarmed with his mouth but mouth isn't getting what he kind of wants from the relationship in terms of he you know he would just like the opportunity to sort of take her on a date or you know just have some one-on-one time and and he doesn't get that she just continuously sort of pushes him away and is like you don't want me you don't want me i'm a you know bad person so she recognizes that she's not great but she just continues to be that difficult kind of nasty piece of work and that doesn't seem to be going away anytime soon um the the fact that she's pursuing nathan now is just like 
it's just become desperation, hasn't it? So the Cooper thing was, you know, teenage infatuation with someone older that paid her attention. And okay, fair enough, she she might have believed that she loved him. But now, it, for me, it's become desperation. And it's just like, next target, someone else. And it's, yeah, stupid. And Brooke, at the end, is, you know, quite right to say, leave them alone. They're, they're really, my really good friends. They've been for enough. Nathan pulled you out of the car, and that's that's the extent of it. Just stay away. But I hated how Nathan approached her when she's standing in that doorway. Just like he's he's playing up to it now. It just seems like he's he's playing along with it. You know, when he got kissed on the basketball court, I was just like, whoa, that was weird. And and he was like, I, okay, I wasn't expecting that. Please go away. Um, you know, and he does flashes. I was gonna say flashes ring. But he flashes his wedding ring. Um, don't laugh, Simon. Flashes his wedding ring at her, you know, makes makes a statement of it, makes a point. But it's all adding to Haley's insecurities, you know, and, and not making her feel any better. He disappears at night. He, you know, won't communicate with her. And it's only, like, at the end of this episode that he actually expresses what's going on. Stop giggling. Stop it. I'm visualising. Behave yourself. <laughs> hey, Rachel. Look. Okay. Katie. Do you think uh, Rachel says to Haley, "Hey, you're a fat chick with a small head." Firstly, fuck you, Rachel. But um, what the hell? How did you feel about this behavior? I thought it was really mean. First of all, like Haley is beautiful, and like I think Rachel just has her own insecurities, and um, I don't know. I just I thought that was really mean, but. So were all of other Rachel, Rachel's other lines. So, you know, it's not surprising. Do, do you watch This Is Us, Katie? I do. do. Do you know, I was thinking just yesterday that obviously it's all perfectly cast anyway. But if uh, you know who could play the Mandy Moore's character could be Bethany Joy Lenz. I could imagine her playing that character oh, yeah. quite well. Definitely. Just a side for... Um, Sorry, Dom. Again, I don't think that shows for you. You wouldn't pick it. <laughs> but... I wouldn't pick it. <laughs> um, okay, so... <sighs> I agree, by the way, with the Nathan thing. It's kind of like he's almost... It was almost like he was leading her on a little bit to try and get the information out of her, I think, maybe, was sort of his game plan. I, d- I don't know. I, but... I think it's more than that, because ever since the the kiss in the hospital there's been a weird kind of tension there and it's, you know, I'm not going to call it chemistry, but there's a, there's definitely like a sexual tension there. And he, he, he just adds to that when he goes and like is leaning up in the doorway behind her and she sort of nuzzles in, doesn't she? And it's just, it's awkward as hell. And, but it's like, really what we should have done is, is Haley should have taken the um, active valor plaque out of the bin and whacked her across the face with it. Well, she slept with it. Rachel was sleeping with an award with a piece of wood. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, right? That's not... Okay. Katie, I can only apologise for our... It's like childish. As as Simon says, you you know what you signed up for. (laughs) Do do you know, I got told off in school once... (laughs) Me and my me and my friend were sat. This is in science. I mean, for some reason, I don't know if this is everywhere. We'd sat at benches. Like, why? Uh, anyway, and uh, a science teacher must have been biology. I'm guessing, right? 
Physics? No, not physics. Oh, biology. What are you going to tell us? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm guessing biology. Probably biology. Yeah. <laughs> Can I prefix this if I had a couple glasses of wine already? Okay. But she, the the, the teacher was just like, bloody, bloody, blah, bloody, bloody, blah, vagina. And me and my friend just burst out laughing, right? And then, like, put our heads, like, under the desk because we didn't know what to do. And then when we pulled our heads out, no one else had laughed. No one else had reacted. And everyone was looking at us like, what are you doing, you children? But to be fair, you know, we were 18. No, I'm joking. We were like, we were. I think we were probably like 14, maybe 15. I don't know. But at a time where the word vagina would make you laugh, you know, and it seems inherently that not much has changed. <laughs> so I apologize. Um, Gosh. Okay. Okay. Can we talk about mouth? Yep. It's, hel- it's hilarious. The whole new guy stuff. What's your name? Felix. Or what was that? Cooper. Other way uh, you know what I hate? It was the other way around. Oh, What's your name? On. Cooper. Go on then. All right. Go on then, Don. <laughs> go on then. Get on your soapbox and tell us. <laughs> Drunk mouth is like my favorite version of mouth. He should be like that all the time. In fact, he should go and sit with Whitey and just get absolutely hammered. And then just <laughs> walk awesome. around the school just telling everyone exactly what he thinks of them. I think that would be the best ch- the best version of One Tree Hill we could possibly have. And definitely the best version of Mouth. Um, Wait, it's the, ca- it's the camera cut when he's just like... I can't remember what he says, but it's just like... You know, if you want to get on my good side... And it cuts and he goes... And you do want to get on my good side. <laughs> so good. And and then but it's the best part. The best part is when he's then outside and Mal- and Lucas is Hey, what's up, Mouth? What's up, Mouth? What's up, Mouth? That's all you say. <laughs> it's so good because that's the exact sort of thing you would say if you were a bit drunk and disgruntled. I, I really hope they gave Lee Norris like free reign to just kind of say whatever like here's here's kind of the outline of what you need to say and he just kind of went with it because I, I thought that was so well done it was really really good and like drunk acting can sometimes be really really poor really bad in uh tv shows and stuff but he he seemed to do it really well and uh the fact that it was his first and only beer of the evening or what you know first and only drink in that cup it's probably like full to the brim of like absinthe or something and it's just destroyed him but yeah, I, th- I thought it was a, a really, really good moment. Um, and he's obviously still <laughs> in a lot of pain and upset. And he tries to, you know, that's when he talk- tries to talk to Rachel at the game, doesn't he? And it- it's it's all a bit awkward. And he that's where he gets called a great friend. And then Peyton comes in and says to Derek, this is my great friend, Mouth. He's like, oh, I'm everybody's great friend, you know. And it's just that bitterness. <laughs> and I hope that bitterness comes out a little bit more and just kind of stays for a little while but i know that he'll just go back to being nice sweet friendly mouth throwing bricks through people's windows again <laughs> dom if you have no idea where mouth is headed <laughs> then... <laughs> joining jimmy soon enough <laughs> oh gosh um okay hang on right Oh, the, Mouth also overhears the conversation, the back and forth between Rachel and Brooke. That's important. Uh, what are you saying, Dom, about all the pregnancy stuff? 100%, right? This is my definitive final answer on who is pregnant because I changed my mind about three times. I'm going with Haley. 
I think we're being so forced and pushed into thinking that it's Brooke that it's definitely Haley. Because she gave it the whole, I'm the maid of honor and I got to stick up for them and I got to protect them and look after them and all of that. To then have the, the pregnancy information be thrown at her. Um, and Rachel said, I found it. You're making maternity clothes. And I found the, the information and stuff like that when I was looking for condoms. And that's what you should have been using. I'm convinced now that it's it's Haley and her as her maid of honor duty is like protecting that secret and has kept all the information and you know if Haley wants to come around and look at it she will and you know it's it's that kind of thing but we're just led to believe that it's it's Brooke so much that it has to be Haley and I think that Mouth will probably do the wrong thing now in the next episode and be like Brooke's pregnant uh, and like go and tell someone that will tell someone you know or, or we'll go and tell Lucas and Lucas will flip out and go crazy I'm like, why didn't you tell me? But actually, she isn't. Why wouldn't Haley tell anybody, though? Why would she let Brooke make everybody think it's her? Kate, you always come on. You've always got these really good questions. (laughs) (laughs) I don't always have answers for. Um, Haley is... Oh, Haley was concerned about trapping Nathan, wasn't she? And Nathan feeling trapped by the pregnancy. So we mentioned the whole... Because one of my first... Oh, it's got to be Brooke because of the whole, you know, I'm on the pill and all that stuff. Um, that was an impression of me, by me. Um, <laughs> That's what was confusing me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole... That episode of, of the, you know, contraception and that she's missed it, but she'll be fine... I thought, okay, they couldn't throw it, chuck anything else their way, but I think that is going to be the reason why she is pregnant. But she doesn't want Nathan to feel trapped. So she's told Brooke, Brooke is now aware, because Brooke, obviously they lived with Brooke at the time, so Brooke remembers the scenario, because she was sort of involved, she was present. So she can say to Brooke, look, that happened. It turns out I am pregnant. Um, Rachel called her fat might be an indicator that she's now starting to show i don't know no it's no way that Haley is fat. she's not such no, no, like she's not. trash i'm not saying that it's, it's bullshit no i'm not saying you may, i'm not saying you just that's another like nod to okay she is actually getting bigger because she's pregnant yeah 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 um, yeah yeah i'm not saying you were saying that i just yeah but i think i think the 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 whole trapping scenario like you know um how dan felt with karen and lucas and all that so yeah i think she doesn't want nathan to feel trapped so she's not told him yet she's gonna have to tell him eventually if she is pregnant i mean it would have to happen at some point (laughs) eight months down the line i've put on so much weight rachel was right jesus (laughs) yeah well okay we will have to see. People are already coming into the waiting Make room, so wait. we're gonna have to. No, yep, they are gonna. Yeah, just wait. So we're gonna have to. We're, anything we haven't got, we're gonna get into judgments. But before we get there, if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, and how could you not? Then please check us out at ravenshoops.net. Why don't? Because basketballs go through. Oops. But Katie, they also go through. Next. Ravenshoops.net. Give us a review. It's been so long. Okay. We're going to do the fastest judgments of all time. We're not going to even be able to give time to give reason. We're just going to say what we've got. Katie, who is your favorite performer of this episode? You can give reason. Don't worry. Well, I don't feel like 
anybody like really stood out but uh Sophia Bush. Dom. Yeah. Don't mess about <laughs> timings. I I also think uh th- there was a lot of them did did really really well but Sophia Bush was also my choice cuz um she just plays pain and anger and anguish so well. I didn't ask for a reason. Lee Norris. I'm going to give it away. (laughs) Okay, that makes sense. Katie, who's your favourite character of the episode? I'll go with Mouth. Excellent, Dom. Uh, Mouth was also my choice. Simon, Mouth. Uh, Katie, who's your favourite background performer, one line or less? Um, The guys at the party talking to Brooke. Um, and then when Luke is talking to her, they're just standing in the background, giving them like dirty, lo- giving Lucas dirty looks and they have weird long hair and it just made me laugh. So those guys. Excellent. Dom, uh, it's in ex- take mine. It's in exactly the same moment. The guy with the, okay. the longish blonde hair that is in shot still when Lucas has just said whatever he says, they're like, I'm not the guy for you, uh, Brooke Davis. And he's like, yeah, has a really seedy, horrible look on his face. So that's a great, great choice, Katie, because I picked the same guy. Simon? Mine is when Dan is at Keith's grave and there's the like old guy that's doing like the flowers <laughs> or whatever. And he sort of looks over mind? to Dan as he's threatening and he's like, yeah, do you mind? I'm trying to pay my respects. <laughs> so funny. Uh, favorite song, Katie? Uh, the one playing during the basketball game. Perfect. Dom? I, I didn't manage to, to catch a song on this one. so That's good. Just stop talking then. <laughs> and I will go with the song at the montage. So Just make them wait. Uh, it doesn't matter. Favourite line, Katie. Uh, when Lucas makes fun of Nathan and Haley and says, always and forever. <laughs> that was a good line. On the stairs. Lovely. Dom. Uh, I've gone with, sup mouth, sup mouth. It's all you ever say. But which by mouth <laughs> and you yeah same has to be that sub mouth <laughs> so good uh and last but not least the precious precious rating katie did you have a number in your mind before we started this conversation i did and it stayed the same did it okay and dom yep stayed the same and same here we go <laughs> After three. One, two, three, nine, eight. I can do an eight because I waffled back and forth between eight and nine. <laughs> like, <"Ooh."> yeah. <laughs> are you are you happy with an eight? An eight is acceptable to you? I think so. Okay. Dom obviously. Yep, yep, yep. Good. Then we call this one an eight. Katie, it has been a pleasure. I hope you've enjoyed your trilogy of Ravens podcast. We look forward to having you back to make it a quadrilogy. Is that a word? It is now. Sure. Yeah, quadrilogy. Uh, We appreciate you, your support, your friendship, and thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it's awesome to see you. And uh, honestly, you're the best questions. Fantastic questions. Thanks. I can't wait for (laughs) for more of those when when we next have you on. Great, thank you. Thank you so much. Well, before we go anywhere, Dom, let's have a Ravens on free. Um, I would like um, a really heavy Scottish, like so heavy. <laughs> All right, like, let's go for Scotland then. Are you ready for Ravens on free? 
One, two, three. Ravens. Hey, you didn't say Ravens. Waiting for Dom to say it. I just wanted to hear how you said it. <laughs> Badly. 